Welcome to Music Raygun. It's the podcast where every episode we pick a different music-related theme and we watch YouTube videos on that theme and talk about them. My name is Paul Champanelli and alongside me as always is the magnificent Kirk Pinchon. Yes! We're going to talk about a bunch of videos as we do every week. You can see the playlist of all the things we're going to talk about over at musicraygun.com slash playlists. Watch the videos before or after listening to the episode. Or even if for some reason you want to go through the insane process of th- syncing, the, syncing them up while we're talking. Which you should. You can do that. It's You're, fun. Yeah. Subscribe to the show on iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever you like to get podcasts. And follow us on Facebook.com slash MusicRaygun. Kirk! Paul! We're back again. Yes. We're here to talk about something very uh, close to your heart. Yes. But before, before we get to that, I yes. want to uh, talk about some listener responses to our past episodes we've Excellent. gotten some mail yay uncle mark is still listening Uncle mark's the best he is like he is the best <laughs> not just because he listens to the show but he is the it's best. in general good guy yeah. uh he he's on your side about bob seeger oh it's finally and someone he says, he, he, i guess he maybe used to like him a little more he says he doesn't like him as much as he used to he thinks he's a little cheesy yeah my Good. my uh, my mother's very angry with you. She loves Bob <laughs> Yeah, she uh-huh. sent me extensive notes about how good a song Night Moves. <laughs> She's like Fire Kirk now. <laughs> no, she just wrote like she said something like I can't imagine how anyone could be unaffected by this song, and then just Kirk question <laughs> mark. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Giappinelli. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I, I'm on. Uh, she's on my side, and, and I'm on I understand. My side. I, I, I anger a lot of people with my hatred of certain musics. Yeah, people like the yacht rock episode. My uh, Mark asked a very good question. Yes, which we didn't think of. Which he said, "Is yacht rock a boys' club?" And I think it is. I, you know what? That's so interesting that he brought that up because yeah, it he wanted to like know if Sade was yacht rock and. No. I, it's it's kind of adjacent, but no. I feel like the answer is no, and I feel like the no. answer to his question about a boys club is yes. Yes, absolutely. Chardé yeah. is not Yacht Rock. I find she's a little more... Uh, well, she she's played on a lot of smooth jazz stations, which sure. I love. And yeah. But she's definitely more R&B as well. Yeah. Uh, so it takes that angle a little more. But yeah, it feels like... like here's the perfect example. When, uh, when we showed the Yacht Rock cover band... Mm-hmm. Almost all their songs were uh, guys. There were there were, were guy bands. Was, I don't think there's a single exception. I don't think so. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it is. I mean, it's it's a boys club. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know, make of that what you will. Um, uh, my old man also said me because I told you he's a huge Steely Dan fan. Yeah. And there's a Toto Steely Dan connection that we didn't know about. Oh, really? And that is Jeff Porcaro. And he sent me this chunk of the Wikipedia article on the guy. He was an American drummer, songwriter, and record producer. In a career that spanned more than 20 years, Percaro was best known for his work with the rock band Toto. Percaro is one of the most recorded session musicians in history, working on hundreds of albums and thousands of sessions. While already an established studio player in the 1970s, he came to prominence in the United States as the drummer on the Steely Dan album, Katie Lied. All music has characterized him as quote, arguably the most highly regarded studio drummer in rock from the mid-70s to the early 90s, further stating that, quote, it is no exaggeration to say that the sound of mainstream pop rock drumming in the 1980s was, to a large extent, the sound of Jeff Percaro. 
Wow, fascinating. Yeah. I love that. Like, I love when I hear guys are like session guys who've had like long careers and they played in big bands, and everyone's like, Yeah, can we get that guy? Let's yeah. get that guy. I yeah. love hearing stories like that. Yeah, it's which so is cool. like kind of, I think. A lot of the guys who were talking on that clip about Steely Dan were those types. Yeah, of yeah, they just, they've yeah. been around forever. Everyone wants to use them. They make their living doing that. I'm like, oh, I think that's the coolest thing. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to, listeners, if you want to contact us by email, uh, you can email us at musicraygun at gmail.com. So far, all the email has come from my family members. <laughs> Which is great. My mom and dad and my uncle. <laughs> I know I have friends who are listening. Send us an Hi, email. friends. You know I, who you are. Send us an email. Yeah. Like, I've, I've said it before. Send us an email just telling us how much we suck. <laughs> yeah, that's fine, I don't too. care. I just want to get an email. Yeah. It's like, fun. My mom wouldn't because she doesn't uh, <laughs> know podcasts. Yeah. And my brother would not listen to this because it's not about basketball. Yeah. Oh, well. So fuck I know that Isabel's listening. Tyler, I know you're listening. Tyler's an Australian guy who doesn't know anything about music. Oh, we're educating. Yes. Oh, great. Yes. He uh, And he gave us a review on iTunes, which people should also feel encouraged to do. Please do that. Tyler told me when he was a kid, he was super into Run DMC and like 80s hip hop. And oh. he got uh, made fun of and bullied for it. And so he just stopped listening <gasps> to music altogether. Wow. That's so awful. I'm hoping that like he will learn to like some new yeah. music off of Bring it back. Radio. Wow. But let's just, let's get to the main event. Cause yes, Paul. Who are we talking about this week? We're talking about today one of my top five, possibly top three favorite musical acts, New Edition. New Edition. Who also could be called The New Edition. Yes, and sometimes are. Yes, because I think technically they are called The New Edition. But, you know, or N.E., if you want to be cool and hip. Sure. Call them N.E. I am a devoted, devoted New Edition fan. We're going to try to go through the history of New Edition. Yes. I want to give a little Music Raygun history very quickly. Yes. There is a lost pilot episode of Music Raygun. <laughs> literally lost. Yes. Even before we settled on the format we have where we watch videos, yes. we recorded a very long pilot of just <laughs> yeah. us talking. Yeah, it's like two hours. Yeah. Yeah. I accidentally destroyed the file trying to edit it. But what we talked about was trying to answer the question... Who was the first boy band? Mm-hmm. And we kind of went through all the boy bands yeah. and whether or not certain criteria were met. But we kept circling back to New Edition yeah. and talking about New Edition so much. <laughs> I constantly was going like, "All right, this is going to become the New Edition." <laughs> yeah. So when we decide, when I like, when it was time to revisit that idea, I was yes. like, "Let's just do New Edition. Let's yeah. skip all boy bands and just focus on New Edition. Focus on the important boy band." Because we are going to talk about some other boy bands. That are connected to the yes. edition. Yes, they're like the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> yeah, they have these they have bran- there, there are branches in yes. the New Edition family. It's fascinating. Tree. Um, but just by way of, if people aren't sure who New Edition are, we're gonna shame on you. This, this, they should know this song, even yes. if they don't know the artist. Uh, this first song, this first video should jog their memory. This is great. This is Candy, Candy Girl. Girl. Their first big hit is Candy Girl. Oh, look at that. And they are young. Like 13, 14 yeah. maybe? Yep. I mean, this is so great because it's like, hey, let's make a Jackson song yes. with five kids who are not brothers, mm-hmm. but make it 80s and a little bit hip-hop. Yes. That's what they did. Yes. 
because there's a little bit of a rap in here. Mm-hmm. Where there's rap- a little bit. A lot of most of their hits have a little yes. rap in. And that's actually them. That's their influence as yeah. kids. They were heavily influenced by rap. But, you know, all their managers are like, no, you're clean cut and you can't have rap in here. And they'd be like, let's just have a little bit of rap in. Yeah. And so they're like, okay, we'll have a little rap. And that's why they have so much of it in there. Yeah. There's like a verse in every hit that's a rap. Yes, pretty much. Um, I mean, this is as bubblegum as it can. I love, yes. and I love bubblegum pop. Yeah, me too. As you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is really bubblegum. And yet it still, to me, holds up. It's still fun. This is what, like 1982? Yeah, this was shot in like 82. Yeah. They recorded like early on so many like albums in succession. Yeah. Uh, I think like four or five before they really became like in the late 80s, before the late 80s and they broke really big. But this is the first hit off their first album. Yes. This is like their breakthrough. It's their breakthrough song and it's like their first song and it was huge. And it's it's still so good. It's <laughs> so good. You yeah. can still dance to this song. You can still and and they all just look like babies. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they're still prepubescent. Or yeah, they're still yeah, they're still queens. they're still preteen. Yeah, I mean in this song, this video, you can see it's so innocent. They're in a malt shop. Yeah, 1983. No one was in a malt shop in '83. I feel like I mean that's the producers who are yes. probably like baby boomers or yeah. Oh, here's the rap. And even then, it was Michael Bivens because Michael Bivens couldn't sing, so they're like, "You're was rap. like the rapper." Yeah. Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown. Where people don't know New Edition, they know Bobby Brown. Yep. And there's Ricky Bell. Slick. Loved him, who was a backup singer for them. Ralph the Leader. Yes. And you notice that Ronnie did nothing. <laughs> Ronnie is the Danny Wood. Of- <laughs> Ronnie's the Danny Wood, and we can talk about later about what he's doing now, because he's might be the most successful one. Yes. Um, financially. Financially, yes. Yeah. There he is. So Ronnie was their, their, the guy who discovered them, his nephew. Yes, yes. The the original group was Ralph and Ronnie weren't part of it, right? Well, it's still, yeah, it started with like um, Ricky, because Ricky was actually, I think Ricky always wanted to be a lead singer and he could sing and he sings a lot in the audition, but he's just not Ralph. Um, And... uh, this is so great that we're talking about this. I'm so excited <laughs> that I'm actually getting to talk like so long about them. Yeah. But um, yeah, it started out uh, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike, and then they brought in Ralph, and they needed one more guy, and they brought in Ronnie. And he was he was the nephew of the guy who discovered. Yes. Yes. And uh, th- nothing against Ronnie. Ronnie's cool. Ronnie's cool. This, he's the, like this is the same thing with like. Uh, Michael Bivens. Neither one of them could really sing. Yeah. But they could sing well enough that they could be in the background. Yeah. And they all just gelled so well. And they all just, to me, to me, it's all about their performance. And I've seen them in concert, and yeah. they're just they kill it. They're they were, I mean, they were called New Edition because they were supposed to be like the new edition yes. of the Jackson exactly. Five. They were they were positioned as a new Jackson Five. Exactly. But there's also, to me, a lot of the temptations in their performances. Yes. Even more so than Jackson 5. Like, their yes. choreography, the way they dance in front of the microphone. Absolutely. They're very temptations-y that way. Yes. They, their dancing 
is way more intricate than the Temptations ever did. It's way more intricate than the Jacksons ever did. Well, because the Jackson Five, like some of them had instruments. Yeah, Tito played, Jermaine played. Yeah, and uh, they weren't as good as obviously Michael Jackson is an amazing dancer, but right. the rest of the Jacksons are nowhere near as good as the rest of New Edition. Yeah, but yeah, um, but they're I wouldn't I mean their dancing is similar in that way where it's sort of synchronized and it's yes. not overly splashy yes the trick and this is why this is one of the reasons New Edition appeals so much appeals so much to me is that they were so in sync and they were so in tune but it looked like they were hardly trying and they mm-hmm. still to this day can dance like that they are still so smooth and so comfortable with their dance moves like as much as like I enjoy like I enjoyed like InSync and stuff like that. Yeah, and I liked the, how they danced, but they danced like they had something to prove. Right, they danced like, look how good we're dancing. Where New Edition's like, look at us dance, we're great. Yeah, like the, New Edition's dancing is good. It's not athletic. Yeah, but it is choreographed. It's choreographed and it's choreographed flawlessly. It, it, but it's it's almost like old school R and B. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, but they, if you, even now after like thirty years, they still do it perfectly. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Yeah. How many times have you seen them live? I've only seen them once. When? Which? At their heyday, 1989. Wow. I saw them in college, my freshman year in college, in Boston, uh, where they're from. Yeah. And it was around that time where they had just blown up huge because they were, uh, they had gone their set. Bobby Brown had left. They brought in Johnny Gill. But... Bobby Brown was touring with them. Mm-hmm. So well, we're getting a little ahead. Yeah, of we're getting ahead. I'm getting too excited. Right? I mean, let's. We do ha- kind of have to cover Bobby Brown before we watch our next clip because, yes, like like I said, Bobby Brown. Even if people aren't familiar with New Edition, they probably know Bobby Brown. Yes, Bobby Brown has always been a bit of a troublemaker. He's a bad boy and embraces it. Yes, and yes. he was the bad boy in New Edition to the yes. point where a few years after they got started, they all kind of kicked him out of the band. Yes, they did two albums yeah. with him. Um, this the candy one with Candy Girl, and then this the big one which had Count Me Out, Mr. Telephone Man, and mm-hmm. that was huge. But yeah, he was a troublemaker, and like he wanted to. I mean, he's got so much charisma. He wanted to be the lead. He wanted to be the lead singer. Is that what it was? Because this is the question I wanted to ask you. Since I assume you were a fan then when they were yes. big in the eighties. I don't remember them. We'll talk yeah. more about that, which is fascinating. Yes. I know that this them. how I remember them yes. fascinates you, but. I know Bobby Brown. I knew him as a solo artist in yeah. the early '90s. Like my first memories of Bobby Brown are like humping around and my prerogative. Yeah, which are on two separate albums, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, was like was he popular when he was in New Edition? Because look, he's not the best looking guy in the group. Yeah, he's not the front man. Yeah, he's not the best singer. He doesn't really stand out musically in the group at all. When you watch the the videos of them as little kids, he doesn't really. I mean, Ralph is the star. Ralph is the star. So was he popular before he went solo? A little bit because he was so charismatic on stage and he yeah. would take over the stage in concert and he would just run shit. Yeah. Like he would run shit and it was so apparent that he wanted to be a solo yeah. So I think, and I, because Paul has graciously given me the Bobby Brown autobiography about a year ago. Yeah, it like right when it came out. I think I great. pre-ordered it on Amazon so I could yes. give it to you. And yeah. you signed it. It's in my bookshelves. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Um, and so it like depends on who you ask. They're like, sometimes they're like, he got kicked. Some say, oh, he got kicked out. Some say he quit. Mm. 
But whatever He's happened. the David Ruffin. Of, <laughs> yeah, a little, <laughs> bit, a little bit. David Ruffin was a troublemaker too. So yeah, and and he was always like you know. I, well, the difference is that David Ruffin actually was singing on their big hits. Yeah, kind of was their true. front. He guy. was their front guy. That is true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So he left and had an album before "Don't Be Cruel," which had my project on it. Yeah. Called he titled his debut album King of Stage. <laughs> because he can. And he's, he's like, what, like, 16 years old? He must, yeah, he's yeah. probably like 16 years old. He had two minor hits on it. One was a ballad called uh, Girlfriend, which is not that good. Yeah. And one, which is an up-tempo song called King, uh, I'm sorry, Girl Next Door, mm-hmm. which is a little more up-tempo R&B. Uh, it wasn't by no means a huge success. It was like a middle of the road. Yeah, Bobby Brown had an album out. It's pretty good. Yeah. And it, but it got him enough attention that he got a second album, and that was Don't Be Cruel, which yeah. just completely... Well, we'll, we'll talk about yeah. Bobby Brown solo in a little bit. Yes. But the reason why I wanted to address that is because this next video is interesting for the fact that this song has Bobby Brown on it. Yes. But the video we're going to watch does not have Bobby Brown yes. because in the interim, he got the boot yes. or quit. Yes. Um, so this is from their... Third album? This would be from This is like 85 now. Yeah, this would be their third album. This is my favorite new edition It's so song. funny that this is your favorite, because when I sent this to you, I did not think this would be your favorite. I'm it shocked. Because here's the thing. Uh, I love... If people know new edition, one of their one of their big, big hits is the one that this is sort of exactly Oh, like. yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, their the big hit, Cool It Now. Cool It Now. Yes. Uh, so I, people probably know Cool It Now. They might not know this one. Yeah, this wasn't as big of a hit. But this is clearly like, well, let's remake Cool It Now because that was such <laughs> yes. a big hit. Yes. But I think this is better than Cool It Now in every way. It's 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 snappier. It's snappier. It's it it's it's. I mean, it's just a. It's just cool it now, but it's a new and improved cool it. <laughs> it's a now. new improved. Even yeah. even lyrically, like what it's about is the same thing that oh, cool it's it now. Oh, exactly. And it's got the same kind of structure. Because cool it now is, I mean, Ralph is singing lead, and yeah. the, the the content of the song is Ralph loves this girl, yeah. and the other guys in the band are telling him to cool it now. Yeah. You might fall in love. Don't like, want that. Yeah, don't catch feelings, Ralph. Like. You know, you got you. Oh, you're our guy. Yeah. Like you have this band. Yeah, come on, man. Cool it, and he's just like, screw you guys. I got this girl. Yeah. There's that with the famous line, the Ricky. Was it Ronnie, Bobby, Bobby Ricky, Ricky, and Mike? If, if I, I love the girl, who cares who you, who you like? like? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I we're not gonna watch Cool It now, but people should watch it because the great like the reaction shots yes. when he names them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, so, but this song is Count Me Out, which is about like. Oh, you guys want to hang out and play basketball and stuff, but I want to hang with my girlfriend, so, so screw you guys. Yes, yeah, so count me out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it sounds like Cool It Now. Yes. It's about the same thing that Cool It Now yes. is about. It's just kind of better. Yeah, it's Not kinda, as big a hit. No, definitely not. But in my opinion, better. So let's just play it. This is Count Me Out. Yeah, it's... And even, I mean, this to me sounds like... It could be on like Madonna's first album. Yeah, that that very poppy eighties bubblegum sound. Very poppy and bubblegum. They're a little bit older now. Yeah, they're like a year or two older. There is no Bobby Brown at all, which is just always was weird to me when I saw this. Uh, Ralph's voice is a little deeper than it is on, but it's still a counter tenor. The hair is a little different. Yep. The fashion's a little. uh, Also, is this meant to be like Ralph's? bachelor pad is this his apartment because it's so cool it's really cool when i was 15 this is where i want to live too it's sort of like this warehouse that he's yeah, it's like this warehouse that's a... got like a 
cages and basketballs, and yeah. I feel like it's maybe the basement of his house. Well, that could be it, yeah. Because, yeah, he's still living with his parents. He's still living with his parents, but he turned the basement into something really cool and industrial. All right. Who, do you know who the star of this video is? The girl? No. Oh, wait, you mean, like, the star of the video? Who stands out to me as, like... I'm interested The in big is, performer. Is it Ronnie? Ronnie. He's, he's selling so, it. He so like kind of oversells his yeah. little hand gestures of like, yeah. count me. Yeah. He's almost overdoing it. I feel like he was the one, like the choreographers were like, yeah, play it up, play yeah. it up. Ronnie <laughs> took that to heart and really did. Yeah. I, almost, I almost feel more comfortable with Bobby out of the mix. Wow. I know that's sacrilege to you, but... It's a little bit sacrilege The four to me. of them together feels more to me like a core group. Is it because there's no uh, acrimony and uh, tension? I don't know. Maybe I'm picking up on some sort of vibe <laughs> from 30-something years ago, but they just seem happier. <laughs> I think they might have been a little bit happier. It's also, five, like, five friends is a lot. Four friends feels more like... I buy them as as friends, you know. Okay. Rather than a boy band that's been put together. I look, find, at, look at Ronnie. He's Ronnie selling it. Yeah. Although it's interesting, and this is like one of the videos where there's not any real choreography. Mm-hmm. They're not doing a lot of dancing. They're just kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Here's Ricky. Where he's, I feel like Ricky's really like the heart of the band. Do you agree? He with that? is. That's yeah. interesting that you picked up on it. He's the guy that's like was always there. Yeah. He's the guy that there were times where Bob later on Bobby couldn't perform. Yeah. And so he would play he would sing Bobby's parts. Yeah. Because he could. He's got like that pleading R and B voice that's just good enough. Mm-hmm. I think he maybe did like one He's solo like album. the Otis Williams in the yeah, Temptations. Yeah. Like Otis was never the flashiest, yeah. but he's kind of the He's dependable. And he's the one who's always been there. Yeah. And he's even the one, to this day, he's the only original member who's still in the band. Oh yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And he's the one that Oh, the rap is so good. Here's the rap. This is a better rap. Yes. C-O-U-N-T me out. I love that. The rap got better, too. That part is so awesome. (laughs) The C-O-U-N-T me out. When they go back and share the line. It's great. Yeah. And he's just like, nope, I want to be with my girl. Here's the thing. I'm on Ralph's side. What is with these guys? They are so broke before hoes. It's like, let your friend get laid. Yeah, guys. You're teenagers. Yeah. Why are you so... Yeah, just because you can't get a date. Yeah. When I was when I was a teenager, if my friend like had a date, we'd be like, yeah, man. Yeah. I never... You're like, yeah, please. Yeah, have at it. Share them on. Good luck. So I don't... You know, I'm angry at them. And these songs, <laughs> why is this such a consistent theme for them? But it has a happy ending because here comes this girl. Yeah. And that's really all that matters. That is a great song. It's so good. Like, yeah. I love pop music, and that is so... <laughs> it is. It's just perfect pop. Yeah. Um, all right, so you sent me this fun clip. Again, this was just weird to me. Yeah, but there's also a performance in this, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And we can talk about another one of their albums. Yes. Uh, this is this has got to be around the same time, because this is, this is them without Bobby, right? It's them without Bobby, so it was around when this album came out, when yeah. the Count Me Out album came out. Um, but this is new edition on Hollywood Squares. <laughs> Which is just, what? So this is going to be like around 85. Yes. Yeah. And the four of them are in the tiny little square. Which is but it's not a tiny little square. They actually they added an bigger? extension to fit them. It feels like they're really cramped. So it's, 
a Hollywood rectangle. Oh like, yeah, this <laughs> did make it bigger. It looks awkward. It looks oh, real guys, awkward, yeah. you made a rectangle. And Ralph like is in a different sort of yeah. section. So this this is them singing Earth Angel, the classic like duop song. Because they had an album mm-hmm. of standards, yeah, that they were made to do, yeah. Which I hated this album because I was like, yeah, because I was like, I don't want to hear a bunch of stupid standards. This is like, do, do you appreciate it more now? No, no, you no. still don't like it. Still was like, nah. I haven't listened to it, but I totally want to. It's so fun. It's just yeah, it's just a bunch of covers that you can tell they're like their management and MCA is like do this. You're gonna do this, <laughs> yeah. Because they also around this time did a Christmas album. You know sure, they always had to yeah, do Christmas. They always albums. had to do it. You may think you're doing an old song, but you did it in a new way, and it's fabulous. Here's your question: There were two earlier versions of that song. We all know both in '55. Did either make it to number one on the charts, guys? Is it the Penguins? Who did Earth Angel? I don't yeah. know. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. No. Oh. <laughs> you like, fools. Like, you can tell, like, they don't really want to be on Hollywood Squares. Yeah, this is all just record companies. This is all just like, oh, well, we got to do it to promote the album. But why wouldn't you want to be on Hollywood Squares? It seems fun. When you're like a cool like, Not yet. When 16, 17 year old, <laughs> you're like, we want to hang with John Davidson. And. Hollywood Squares. I'm, I'm wondering also, too, if they're like, we don't know any of the other people in the squares. Yeah, who, uh... I can't even see. Yeah, the video's a little blurry. This will be for the block. According to Health 86, which of these problems is most stressful to the average teenager? Breaking up with a boyfriend or girlfriend, problems at home, or problems with schoolwork? Which is most I'm going to say B. I'm going to say C. Because not everybody has a girlfriend or problems at home, but they all have homework. Schoolwork, most stressful, Jan. I disagree. No, that's it. They know. Oh, oh shit! Fucking Paul got it right. For the win. Listen to listen to Biv. I always listen to Michael Biv. You always listen to Michael Biv. Here's a rock question for our rock. Got that rectangle. A rock question for our rock stars. We're we're all familiar with rock candy. What's a rock hound? What? Someone who like collects rocks, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, some um, a breed of dog. <laughs> Ralph's like, I don't Wait, care. Who said that? Ralph said that. Ralph said that. like, you know what? I'm just gonna say it. He's like, I don't fucking care. This show's dumb anyway. I'm just gonna say it. Tim, you're an idiot. Tim, you're so dumb. <laughs> Stupid idiot. Ralph was playing. Very good. All right, circle gets the square there, and let's add up the score. Oh my god. Yeah, well, yeah, we got it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was odd. Yeah, that was the yeah. It's that was felt that so was pre Whoopi Goldberg Center Square yeah. squares because that was in the nineties. This was like it was the definitely re- post like yes. uh, Paul Lind. In, yeah, in the center. So this square. is like the second version. Yeah, before he got bigger. I don't know what stars were in the squares in I the mid eighties. Could not you know? I know John Davidson vaguely from That's Incredible. Yeah, you're right. It was. I feel like it was a little uncomfortable. Like New yeah. Edition is like, why are we here? Like, really? We didn't want to do this. Album Even Ronnie can't get into Ronnie's it. Ronnie's like, I can't do my yeah. hand gestures. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, oh, there's so much to talk about with New Edition, and we don't have time to watch videos that cover it all. Yeah, but we do have to address the facts uh, of New Kids on the Block. Yes, briefly. We're not going to watch any New Kids yeah. on the Block because. 
They suck. They suck. <laughs> they suck. I loved them when I was a kid. I hated them, except for one. Uh, you know, the right stuff's you not were, a bad You were time. too old for them. I was like 16, 17, so yeah, maybe. I was like six or yeah, seven. Yeah, that's Where true. they were the first. I thought they were the coolest yeah. dudes I'd ever seen in yeah. my life. Um, but the reason they're connected to New Edition is because the guy who was New Edition's manager, he was a... Maurice Starr. Maurice Starr. Yep. Uh... After they, after the band got like sort of screwed out of money Big very early on, yep. they sort of kicked Maurice Starr to the curb. Yep. He's like, fine, I'm going to form a new band, just like New Edition, yep. except they're going to be white. Yep. Still a bunch of young kids from Boston, because yep. Maurice Starr's from Boston. Yep. Uh, and that was New Kids on the Block. Yep. They were the white New Edition. It, that's exactly what they were. Yeah. It was, there's no difference. The, the, here's the main difference. I still listen to New Edition <laughs> yeah. now and think they're great. New Kids on the Block... Does not hold up. No. The right stuff kind of is okay. It's okay. It's okay. But when I was a kid, I thought Hanging Tough oh, was God. so badass. Did you like Step by Step? I had the oh, album on cassette. so bad. It is, it is bad. so bad. It does not hold up. And yeah. they're, they're just terrible. They're just they're just awful. Yeah. Um, but earlier when I said that Danny Wood, uh, that uh, Ronnie is the Danny Wood yes. of the group. Because he was like, he's the guy's nephew. And Danny yeah. Wood, like, New Kids on the Block were... Donnie was the bad boy. Yep. Jordan was the sexy one. Yeah. Joey was the cute one. Yeah, the Jonathan one. was the shy one. Yeah. And Danny was Donnie's friend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly the titles that they are. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but they actually did, like, about 10 years ago in the mid 2000s, New Edition and New Kids came together to record a song together. I did not know that. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. I didn't know it until I was researching I this episode. I, at that you don't point, have to feel ashamed because, like, why? Because <laughs> I should like know why cut the cocaine of New Edition <laughs> with a bunch of flour? Why well, stomp on it? <laughs> yeah. I stomp on that pure uncut ne. Right, you don't need to mix them. Yeah, I. You know what? When it's if it was that long, only ten years ago, to me, I go, yeah, that makes sense. Because now it's just like, let's just make the money. Yeah, let's yeah. just let's do it. We'll get some cash out of it. It was it was when like New Kids first reunited okay. and went on tour and I remember a lot of like women in their 30s at the time being super excited oh, for the yeah. New Kids tour yeah, yeah. Uh, which I don't fault them for that no make the money yeah uh, but New Kids doesn't hold up so we're not no. going to bother watching any of their stuff yeah uh, we might have just to laugh at them <laughs> but yeah you, you had wanted to watch when they tried to go like gangster they went rap gangster in the early in 90s in the early 90s with a song called Dirty Dog yeah which is it's embarrassing look it up for yourself and yes, watch it it's horrid I almost included the clip of them on Arsenio oh where they're like we can sing yeah because there was a controversy where people were like oh they're just lip syncing yeah so they're like fine we'll go on Arsenio and we will really perform live and they yes. did, and it's terrible. It's terrible. Because they're just these, like, Boston boneheads. Yeah, I mean, they're just a bunch of Joe Bag of Donuts, man. But the reason that one's worth uh, watching, other than just to laugh at new kids rap about Christmas, because <laughs> it's, it's the song Funky, Funky yeah, Christmas, Funky, Funky Christmas, is Arsenio drops in for a verse. Oh, yeah. And he's right. better than any of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's how he, bad. He was Chunky A. So. <laughs> you know how to rap. I know Chunky A. <laughs> chunky A. That's what we should do an all Chunky A episode. <laughs> we could. Loves me some Arsenio. <laughs> then we, when we address hip-hop, we'll talk about We'll talk chunky about Chunky A. As well, we should. But anyway, let's let's get back to... Yes. Um, this is actually... You sent me this video. I've never heard of this band. Yeah, they're not New Edition affiliated, but no. they're New Edition inspired. Yes, this was like yeah, this was the example of like the reach that New Edition had because when once they were big, it became 
hey, let's get a bunch of kids together yeah. who can dance and look cool together in outfits, and they'll be like new edition but different, and they'll be good for an album or two, and then they'll be disposable. Yeah, and let's go even younger because these kids seem these like kids they're like, like babies. Ten. Yes. Uh, this is a band called The Boys. The Boys doing a song called "Die on My Heart," Die my, which, which I'd know, never heard, but isn't terrible. It's not a terrible song. They had like maybe two and a half hits. Okay. Yeah. Half a hit. Yeah. Top one. This is their. This is their biggest hit. How can so much talent come uh, Do you know what year this is? 87, 88? No, this is later. This might be eighty-nine, ninety. Okay. Yeah, so this is like new new addition to Bobby Brown had already broken pretty big, mm-hmm. and the boys are like let's just have a group called the boys and I mean you can and they were that. on Motown which yeah. new addition was not yeah I mean you can hear it it's, the team the love you gotta know their names it already sounds like it's it could yeah. be a new edition song absolutely yeah and they're they're like boy they're literal boys they're not even yeah. preteen yeah 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 this might be eighty nine ninety. Uh, I say that because I remember dancing to it in college. <laughs> I remember dancing to it. I mean, it's the same thing except it's four of them. It's a little bit more like hip hop. It's, a, it's little a little bit that's rough because around it was, the edge. That's also because it was the time. Yeah. So it was like 88, 89, 90. You could have that sound. This is all very new jack and swing influence. Yes. I got my baby on the phone. <laughs> I don't have it memorized yet, but you do. They can't really dance as well either. Yeah, they're not. Part of it's because they're not as good parts. They're just so young. Yeah, they don't have the motor skills. Aren't fully developed. Yet. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a, this isn't like where when you watch New Edition when they came out, you're like, wow, they're fucking cool. Yeah. Here you're like, oh, they're cute. This yeah, is the boys are like, oh, they're yeah, like adorable they're little cute, boys. Yeah. yeah. Because like. They're young enough that not being that good is sort of a quiver yes. in their in their uh, yeah. an arrow in their quiver yeah. because it's just cute. It makes yeah. them cuter that they're it's not that great. And then they're all dressed up. You're like, oh, they're well, this, like, they, they, this is this one kid who's a little bit older than the rest. Yeah, of them. he's taller and yeah. So these guys, they actually had two albums. Yeah, they had this off their first album, and then the follow-up that went nowhere. Follow-up did okay. They had a song called Crazy. Okay. And they were slightly older. It's not a bad song, but then that was basically it. Is it just four of them or five? Yeah, it's four. Okay. I mean, they're doing all the dances from 89 to 90, and it's <laughs> not as good. They're doing the Running Man. Yeah. They're doing the uh, the RoboCop. Were they... Are they brothers? Were they friends? Or were they purely put together by the record company? I don't... Because they, they don't brothers. have a lot of chemistry. No, as a group. I think they were brought together. I, I, I'm not as good as a boys fan as I am New Edition. <laughs> These are questions that no one has the answers <laughs> to. We'd have to get in touch with the boys, yeah, actually, which we probably yeah. they're probably <laughs> okay. really accessible. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but yeah, this this is a, a prime example of let's capitalize on New Edition, let's yeah. capitalize on New Jack Swing, and just see how far we can take it. I mean, there are prefab boy bands that were assembled by record companies that have extreme amounts of chemistry. Yes. This, these this guys, is, these kids no. don't really. This is just like they got, to, it's almost like they got together. It's like a, it's like a child soccer team. Yeah. Where they're just all kind of chasing the ball, but they're not that organized. Yeah. And it's, it's like, hey, let's perform in a talent show. Like, if this were a talent show, you'd be like, hey, these guys are good. Yeah. But for professionals, they're like. I mean, the song is good. Yeah, I mean, that it's song is, is a, a nice R&B pop 
the jacks on. I, I mean, think that kid's the Michael. He's like yes. he's the Michael Jackson. Yeah. He's the one who stands out. But yeah, they're all kind of over the all over the place. Yeah. Even though they're doing the same choreography, they're just all over the place. But uh, it's funny. Like I feel nostalgic for this song. Sure. Because I, it, it reminds me of college. I mean, I don't know the song, but the sound of it is so yes. late eighties pop that I feel a twinge of yeah. nostalgia for that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm I'm knee deep in it right now. <laughs> just that 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 late 80s sound which is really one of the my it does, favorite it sounds it does blow my mind a little bit that you were listening to this when you were a man in college <laughs> yeah well like you weren't too cool for pop at that point no to me it was to me it's whatever you could dance to yeah I'm, I honestly you weren't like oh I listen to like Husker Du now right? <laughs> no I would listen to anything that I could be like alright can I put it on a dance floor and can I find someone to dance with yeah and that's all it was. And this, this, I danced with a lot of girls to this song. I'm learning a lot about you from the, from doing this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was the boys. The boys who I'd never heard of. Yeah. Not boys to men. Not boys to men. Not new edition. Nope. But just boys. They're actually way closer to a band we're going to look at. Yes. A little in just yes. a little while. Yes. And I can't wait to talk about them. They are fantastic. But uh, first, we're going to get back to Bobby Brown solo. Yes. Um. We had to pick one song. You picked this one. I picked it for you. Because you know it's the one I would have picked. Yes. And also because it, it's a great example of just how big Bobby Brown was. Yeah. But it's not... I mean, I don't think it's the first hit that people think of when they think of no. Bobby Brown. They either no. think of like... My Prerogative. My Prerogative or... Uh, don't Be Cruel. Yeah. Uh, humping Around. What's the, uh, what's the one where they're dancing in the white room with the letters? I'm blanking on the... Oh my God. Wait, is it with New Edition? No, no. The, what's the big Bobby Brown hit off of Don't Be Cruel? My prerogative. Oh, Every Little Step. Every Little Step. Yeah, Thank sorry. you. You know the video? I should with know the, that. With, I... the, with the big giant block letters that spell out Every Little Step huh. and they're just dancing around. How well do I space. know that? Yeah. I performed that in a <laughs> Greek talent show. <laughs> what do you mean a Greek talent show? Well, like, like the frats? Okay. Yes. There was a, a fraternity talent show? There was, a, at our school, there was a Greek god contest. Yeah. So you could be the, I was not nominated to be the Greek god. Okay. My friend, Scott... Uh, was nominated from our fraternity to be participate in the Greek God contest, and you need a talent for it. And he's like, I don't have a talent. And I was like, This is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna dance. We're you, me, and another kid from the fraternity, Mark, who's a good dancer. I'm gonna choreograph every little step, and you're gonna be Bobby Brown. We're gonna be your backup dancers, and we're gonna just do every little step for the talent. And we killed it. <laughs> we killed it. That's pretty awesome. I have a picture of it somewhere. I'll show you. I mean, were people into it? Were they like, yeah. what are these guys doing? No, no they, they were into it because it, it, it worked. It, was it cool. worked because yeah. we did the exact dance moves that he did. Yeah. And it was, the song was huge at the time. So so this next song, was it like tacked on to Don't Be Cruel or anything? Because this, no. this is from a movie soundtrack. Yeah. A movie that I saw in the theater. Me too. And I swear to God, in my memory, I remember my most vivid memory of seeing the movie is the closing credits while the song plays. <laughs> yes. I, I swear I remember hearing this song in the movie theater. It's, it on, is a, it's the on our own. Yes. They play it during the closing credits. Of Ghostbusters 2. Of Ghostbusters 2. And Bobby Brown is in the movie. Briefly. He has a cameo as a doorman. Yeah. 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 Um, and then the song like doesn't have anything to do with Ghostbusters, except Nothing. in the intro, he like references the plot. He's yep. like, there's slime under the city, <laughs> yeah. and there's the 
Pink Vigo is they're evil. They're too hot to handle, too cold to yes. hold. They call them <laughs> Ghostbusters and they're in control. Right, which is a little rap which was obviously tacked on to a song that was written yes. before Ghostbusters I'm 2. I'm sure this song was written yeah. for Bobby and they're like, hey, let's use it for Ghostbusters. We'll tack this on. It'll be great. Yeah. It's a good song. It's just, it is. That no, it is really good. I, it is really yeah. good. Um, but there's another interesting layer to the video, which is is similar to the Michael Jackson video we watched with Katie Willer in the last episode, Liberian Girl, which has a bunch of celebrity cameos. Yes. This video also has a bunch of celebrity, which cameos. is great. Yeah, one of them is not great. One of them, <laughs> yes, that's true. Retroactively becomes nauseating. Yes, exactly. Um, but there are some cool ones, and it's, it, there's some like. There's some people who I don't recognize, so I'm going to have to ask to, you to help yeah, me with Yeah, let me them. see if I can remember. Um, but it's Ghostbusters, so it's very New York. It's basically yes. like a tour of New York. Yes, and Bobby Brown is in the tele... They're uh, like billboards, and then yes. he's, his video he's of dancing him dancing is superimposed yeah. over yeah. them. It's, it's, it's visually pretty cool. And I thought this song was wicked cool when I was uh, seven years old. It's, I mean, uh, I think I was 19. And this, 1989, so. Yeah. And this is like, I, he had the Gumby haircut, which was so huge. And I was like, God, I wish I had hair to do a Gumby haircut for like. <laughs> this is like peak Bobby Brown to me. This is, this is at his height. Yeah. Because Don't Be Cool had been released and he was so huge. He was just so, so big. It was like a big deal that he did the Ghostbusters song. This to me is just what 1989 sounds like. Yes, which is why <laughs> 1989 might be my favorite year of my life. Whoa, it's up there for me. Yeah. I'm, I'd say mine is 1994, but... I'd say 93 for me, but... And okay, so here's Rick Moranis. Rick, who's in Ghostbusters, who's in so Ghostbusters. it makes sense. Yeah. Not the... Also... Rick Moranis' second appearance on our podcast because we watched the SCTV <laughs> right. sketch on the Yacht oh Rock my God, episode. He made two appearances. So already. welcome back, Rick Moranis. Yes, who I think is like the most underrated comedian. Oh, ever. he's I just fantastic. Love Rick Moranis. Some clips from the movie. Yep, because that's what you had to do in the eighties. You had Slimer. to have clips. From it. I mean, it's also a- unpopular opinion from me, which I've held since yeah. nineteen eighty nine. I prefer, and it's not even close, I prefer Ghostbusters 2 to the original Ghostbusters. I'm not even touching that. Because <laughs> then it's just a Paul and Kirk argue about Ghostbusters podcast for an hour. So I'm going to let it go. Okay. Okay, oh, so... yeah, that's right. The first celebrity cameo other than Rick Moranis is this disgusting man who is now the president of the United States. There's a, there's a shot of Donald Trump walking out of Trump, Trump. Tower. And yeah. Just... Uh, because back then he was just like he's like a New York guy. Yeah, he's like York a New York rich guy. Okay, yeah. we'll have him. That's fine. But I can't even stand the sight of him. Now. No, now it's just just depression. <laughs> oh, oh, Christopher Reeves, looking great. And like also kind of ironically like exercising. Yeah, he's on, Coming a, he's off a on bike. his bike. He looks great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but it, I love that because Christopher, like we all love Christopher yeah. Reeves, and he so immediately just like cleanses your palate of Donald yes. Trump. Yes, you go, oh, okay, things are okay in life because he's yes. there now. And, and the see, not only seeing Christopher Reeve, but seeing him like, like he's on a bike, physically healthy, yes. at his peak, just looking virile and awesome. Yeah. It's so refreshing. Yeah, it's great. R.I.P. in peace, Christopher. Reeve. Yes. This is just a jam. I bought this soundtrack just for this song because <laughs> the rest of the soundtrack's not great. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. Oh. yeah. That green jacket he's wearing. Love it. All right, is that Jane Curtin? 
Is that Jane Curtin? Yes. I thought at first it was like Michelle Pfeiffer, but no. No, it's Jane Curtin. Okay, I didn't recognize her from that brief clip where she's yeah. putting sunglasses on. Now I see it since you pointed yeah. it out. But. And, okay. Sally Kellerman? No, that's not Sally Kellerman. Is that like... Ivana Trump? Like, is Maybe it, it it's is. It's probably some New York socialite yeah. who we just don't... Isn't on anyone's I radar anymore? I don't know. I asked if that was Sally Kellerman, but maybe it's not. I we, think if right. anyone anyone listening watches this video and knows who this woman in fur getting out of a taxi cab is... At, at one minute and 52 seconds. Email us at musicraygun at gmail.com and let us know. We could probably just Google it, but where's the fun in no, that? No, that's not fun. She's great looking, whoever she is. Okay, uh, who is this? Lori, um, gorgeous singer. female Lori cellist. Singer. Lori Singer. She was in the lead in Footloose. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I assumed it was like some lady who was famous for no, playing in the Philharmonic. That's Lori, Lori Singer, and she's in Footloose, and she actually played the cello. Oh. Yeah. This, uh, this is another example of New Jack Swing at its height. Oh, I mean, we we, we are going to do oh, a New no. Jack Swing. New Jack Swing is like one of the most important things. Yeah. <laughs> this is, I know who this is. This is Iman, right? That is Iman, yes. Looking just... I mean, when has she not looked amazing? Yeah, I mean, like she looks the same. Okay, the fucking Ramones. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is merging your interests <laughs> with know. my interests. We have her. meshed worlds. The Ramones are in this Bobby Brown video, and, and Joey, for some reason, has a sousaphone. Yeah. No, it's not a sousaphone. It's a tuba. It's a straight-up tuba. Which I is, mix them up. But it's, like, why? Yes. Why does he have a tuba? And, like, why? Like, where did they agree to... And I think, actually, that it's just Marky and Joey. I do not those see... Those two right there, right? Him and him. Yeah, right? No, I think those are just people. Wait, so that is, guy... That might be Dee Dee, because he had short hair then. Oh, okay. But, but I feel like they're just, like... Hey, Ramones, you want to be in this Bobby Brown video? They're like, sure, we'll, sure be, in your, we'll be in the Bobby Brown video. <laughs> Marky, do you want to be in the Bobby Brown video? Sure, Joey, we can do the Bobby Brown video. <laughs> <laughs> and they're shot from such a distance, you almost yeah. miss them. This is just like New Yorkers. Yeah. I don't know if they're actors uh, or just... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's supposed to be someone maybe that's or a, just a guy. I feel like that could be a famous like a, author, but I don't maybe know. Maybe some be. New York guy yeah. or just a Rando Crandall. I don't know. Is that I don't know who that yeah, is. Yeah, it's at the okay. point where some of the people who get prominent like like the Ramones were only ever shot from a distance. You barely see yeah. them. And then there are people who were shot close up, so I'm like, that's gotta be someone, right? I don't but know I think who that it might is. just be an extra. I think extra. it's by an extra. Yeah. We'll do your video, but don't shoot us close up because uh, Marky has bad skin and it's really acting up. His eczema's real bad today, so... Just do one shot. Joey, you could hold, like, a tuba and then they'll be able to notice you. Oh, that's a good idea, Marky. <laughs> yeah, you know that was their idea. I'm sure it was their idea. That's, I don't know yeah. who that is. They're just, like, guy in 80s actors? It's like, that's a guy who was on 30-something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then they repeat the rap, and it's just the exact same rap. Well, they have some cameos in the Bobby Brown. Like, that was uh, Dougie Fresh and Big Daddy Kane. Oh, what? Yeah. I never noticed that that yeah. was them. He's, now he's going to fight. Boom. Yeah. 
Yeah, that part's cool. I love that part. Man, Bobby Brown is cool. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, he's so just calm. This is like the height. He's just so confident and yeah. knows who he is. And he can sell anything. Yeah. Oh, that was uh, Nina... Uh, uh, I want to say Nina Hendricks. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you can see why he left New Edition. He's got so much charisma at this yeah, point. Yeah, he couldn't be tied to a group. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't contain him. The folly of youth, man. Just arrogance. Yeah, just that arrogance that'll carry it for as long as it possibly can. It's like, at the time, it seems like, yeah, it made sense that he left the group. Yeah. But considering everything that happened afterwards. Yeah, a lot of bad happened afterwards. Yeah, so. Bobby Brown, yeah. you know. But he's the brightest stars burn out the fastest. That's right, man. I mean, look, he's still alive, and he's still performing, he's and still he's performing. okay. He's still doing okay. Um, yeah, I always, what's the what's the video? I can't remember if it's his song or her song, but what's the video? Like, the duet he does with Whitney Houston. Nothing in common. Nothing in common. I almost added that to the list. We just don't have time yeah. to watch everything. <laughs> There's too much. There's too much in the New Edition family That trip. was off of his uh, album, Bobby, which was the humping around, head humping around. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just, this is great. It's a great song. I love it's, that song. And it's, it's, now it's sad to watch. Yeah. Because they're, you know, they're still a new, they're like newlyweds. Yeah. They look so happy in that video. Yeah, they're still at the height. They're both at their height. Yeah, still. yeah. Yes. No, there's no darkness yet. Yeah. There's no like crack and all that. Stuff. Yeah, like it. It so much went. Yeah. Went and see. I mean, I feel so bad for Bobby Brown, yeah. but it's also like, who would have thought that he'd be the one who would still be like yeah. alive and kicking? Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, but we don't need to get into all that. Let's not make that sense. dark shit. But um. Uh. Okay. So. You, you, I like. I had you pretty much pick almost all the yeah. videos for this, and you picked a Belle Biv DeVoe video that yes. between you emailing it to me yeah. and me looking at it, it got taken down from YouTube. Which is weird. Uh, it's a great song. It was the first reunion of New Edition yeah. in like '91, where uh, Bobby Brown, Ralph Tresvant, Johnny Gill joined Belle Biv DeVoe to do a remix song off of uh, the Poison the Remix album. Well, you sort of skipped a piece of history because you've mentioned Johnny Gill's name a few times. Yes. But in case people don't know... Oh, yes, of course. After Bobby left the group, but like not until a few years after he left. About a year or two, yeah. I guess the story of it two is... Years, yeah. they they There were rumors that Ralph was going to leave the group. Yes. So they hired a new lead singer, yes. Johnny Gill... Yes. To replace Ralph, but Ralph never ended up quitting. Yes. So he sort of de facto became Bobby's replacement, yes. even though he's a lead singer and Bobby wasn't. Yes. And Johnny had his own solo career, teen solo career. Before New Edition? Before New Edition. I was going to ask you that question. His biggest claim to fame at the time is there was another, uh, there was a female teen uh, R&B singer named Stacey Ladisaw. Mm -hmm. And she had uh, some pretty big R&B hits. And her claim to fame was she did uh, like two or three duets with Johnny Gill. Mm -hmm. And it kind of became that Marvin Gaye, Tammy, Tammy Terrell. Terrell. I was just going to make yeah. that comparison. Yeah. And uh, so that was like his big thing. And he, everyone was like, oh, he's, he's the voice. Because he has this big, booming, deep voice. Yeah. And so, yeah, they brought him on to New Edition. And originally he was like, this sucks. <laughs> I hate this. Yeah. 
And then, his voice, I mean, is so much different from. It's so much different, but for me, I love it. I love Johnny Gill and Nudie. Well, it also kind of helped them mature out of their yes. like teeny bopper bubblegum thing. Yes, and that's that. That was that big album called Any Heartbreak, and that yeah. was the big mature album. Um, but yeah, he came on, and, and they just got along. Yeah, they just got, they particularly, I guess, Ralph and Johnny had like they were both wary wary of yeah. each other, but became like best friends. Yeah, they became buds. Yeah, yeah so yeah. It, like worked out really well for them. So. That happens a yes. few years after Bobby leaves. They add Johnny Gill. They yeah. have another big hit album. Yeah, which is a little goes away from that bubblegum sound. Yes, it's a more mature album. It's an adult album. It was produced mostly by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Yeah, that has like "Can You Can You Stand which the Rain." Might might be one of my favorite ballads ever. Okay, I, I love the uh, what's the other song. Um, do you like Crucial? Uh, is it my, not my type of girl? Uh, um, if it's not love. If it isn't love. If it isn't love. That was their first major hit, yeah. Yes. Which the video that. for that was late, later bit by Beyonce yes. in the Love on Top video. Yep. Which is, which I, I still love. But, I love it too. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I'm not going to hate her on that, but yeah. yeah. I think it was, it wasn't, uh, I, th- I don't think it, it wasn't was theft. Direct. It was clearly homage. Yeah, it was a clear homage, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's good stuff. But you can, like, they're developing their sound on that yes. album. Um, that's what eighty eight. The uh, the new edition uh, album Heartbreak. Heart, any the Heartbreak was eighty eight. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So not long after that, what happens? They go on. Hey, they don't break up. No, they never break up. There was no acrimony. No. But they sort of split off to do solo careers, and yes. that's kind of when Bell Biv Devoe yes, happens. Exactly. What happened? Which was, is Ricky Bell, Ronnie Devoe, and, and Michael, Michael Bivens, which is the three. Shall we say least not least talented, but they're not as talented as Ralph, Bobby, but or they're John. the heart. They're the heart of the yeah, they're yeah. the heart of it. Um, but this is where we get into the thing you mentioned near the beginning of the episode, where you're like, how I relate to yeah. New Edition fascinates you. Yes, because the particular age I am, I'm I was born in 1982. Yeah. In fact, I, when I was reading about New Edition, their first album, Candy Girl, came out a week after I was born. That's so funny. Right. So, I'm literally a newborn baby. I'm not aware of pop music. Yeah. By the time I'm old enough to start becoming aware of pop music, I know who New Kids on the Block are. Yeah. I'd probably heard them referred to as the White New Edition. Yeah. But I didn't know who New Edition was. I just they hadn't I was too young yeah, for them to hit my radar. Too, yeah. New Kids hit my radar. Belviv DeVoe definitely yeah, hit my head. that's radar. right. I remember being, like, at recess in second grade and uh, a kid getting in trouble for singing Do Me. <laughs> Do Me's a great song. It's a, it is a great song and it's a catchy song, yeah. but a seven-year-old has no business no, singing it. does yet. not. No, not very, knowing that. Well, because that's the thing about Belviv DeVoe is they were way more sexually charged they, yes. than New Edition ever and was. And that was purpose. Purposeful, right? Because they're like, "Look, we're men now." Yeah. yeah. What What happened was because because any heartbreak was so big. Yeah. That everyone was like, "Well, we can do our own stuff now," and they pretty much people were like, "You want to do an album? You want to do an album?" But any heartbreak is still really poppy and sort of yes, innocent. Yes. Uh, yeah. And Belbiv DeVoe. The album is. I mean, people know the song. Poison. Yeah, Poison. Yeah. And that's uh, the name of the album, Poison. We don't need to watch Poison because everyone has everyone heard that is, song a million it's times. Still a great song. Still yeah, a yeah. club banger to this day. Yes. But it's 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 straight up it's pretty fucking raunchy that album. Yes, that album is raunchy. Yeah. It's interesting in the differences is like you you going, Oh my god, there's this song called Poison. It's a great song by this by Belbe DeVoe. Yeah. When every at least for me, when Belbe DeVoe, when I heard that Belbe DeVoe was having an album, I'm like, 
really? <laughs> Those guys? Yeah. Okay, good luck with that, I guess. And then Poison came out and everyone went, what the fuck? It's awesome. That is amazing. Yeah. And they were produced mostly, Poison particularly was um, the Bomb Squad, which produced Public Enemy. Yeah. So it was this huge move to be get to get hip-hop. They have a phrase, Bubble Devo, it's actually on their album. They're, they say, we are... Uh, Hip hop smoothed out on the R and B tip with a pop <laughs> appeal feel to it. Sure, and yeah. they would quote that in interviews constantly. Which they basically music. just described New Jack Swing. Yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. exactly what that's it is. That's what New Jack Swing. Yeah, is. That's exactly what New Jack Swing yeah. is. They just had I mean, that is a hard New Jack Swing yeah. album. Yeah, and it's great. And I would say, I think I, I don't remember if I was asking you about this before we started recording, but I had asked you if. Because I know Poison, the album, was multi-platinum. Yeah. And I asked you if that was actually the biggest selling album in the new edition Family yeah. Tree. And you said no. I think it's Don't Be Cruel. By Bobby Brown. Yes. But that may be true. But I would venture to say that now in 2017 to modern ears, Don't Be Cruel is is a little bit more forgotten. But pe- yeah. like Poison yeah. is a song that... Of all the new edition yes. and related acts, yeah. Poison is the song that most people know and love. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. But if, if someone had uh, gone back to the mid-80s and told you that Belle Biv DeVoe yeah. would be the best remembered yeah. part, and, you know, people might not like, know who Ralph is, yeah. and Bobby no, Brown it's is... true. Yeah. It's very, very but true. But Poison is... Everybody... Was, yes. Everybody people, knows People Poison. still get hyphy when that yeah. song comes A out. A prime example is in college... Guys who were like in at that time were into like hair metal and slowly getting into grunge. They loved Poison. Everybody loves Poison. Everybody it's just one of those poison. crossover hits yeah. that's a Everybody classic poison, now. Yeah. Um, but we're not going to actually watch a music video, a proper music video for Bell Book Dubois. We're going to watch, uh, and for me, this is a vivid memory. I've never seen this. No? No. I wasn't that big on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. This is a clip from an episode of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I've seen like some Fresh Prince, maybe particularly the earlier stuff, but as it went on, I stopped watching. It... I think it holds up. Mm. I I watch clips from it on YouTube. It still makes me like <laughs> legitimately laugh. The Fresh Prince... It's so dated with its fashion yeah. and its look, but it's really, really funny. And this is a clip where... Uh, Belbiv DeVoe was a guest on the episode and for some sitcom reason they were shooting a music video in the Banks mansion of in Bel Air. Of course, of course. Right. It fits. Yes. So it's just them trying to shoot their video while like Will and the other kids are like freaking out because Belbiv DeVoe's in the house literally and figuratively. I've honestly never seen this. So. So Will and his friend are like in their pajamas and they're sleeping over and they come downstairs and all of a sudden the living room's a music video set because sure it is. Because sure, yeah. Because sitcoms. Because sitcoms you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Oh, that laugh track. Where's the family room? Man, I'm gonna kill Carl. Kill him? I don't know the name of his decorator. See, Carl, man, you got a lot explaining to do and I hope oh it begins God. with the words, they got a gun. Calm down, Will. All the furniture's in the backyard safely out of harm's way. Yep. And by the time mom and dad get back on Monday, it'll all be back in place and our gross revenue Did you see this profit. when it came out? Like, oh, you, yeah. I so remember, you, like, you remember this episode as watching it as a kid. It's one of my most vivid memories of <laughs> Belle Biv DeVoe. Oh, my God. And, like, I remember it got repeated. I remember seeing it a bunch of times. Just, I mean, 
Not only is it one of my most vivid memories of Belle Biv DeVoe, it's one of the episodes of Fresh Prince I most vividly remember. Oh my god. Because this plot is so, like, sitcom and and high concept. And just visually, like, they're set up to shoot a music video. So there's all this dry ice smoke. Yeah. And uh, and bright colors, and it's it's literally vivid. You know what I mean? This this is what I, this is why I think it's so great that our memories of these are always so different because yeah. of our because of our generation gap. It's fascinating. Like I you, loved the Fresh you, Prince when I was a kid. I never missed it. And like I saw a little bit of it, but by that time I was like, well, I, I can go out. Yeah, I can go drink now, so I don't. Need Another. To watch. This might be a false memory, but okay. After the Fresh Prince, it was on Monday nights, mm-hmm. and it was on eight o'clock, and at eight thirty was Blossom. <laughs> All right, which starred jo- a little Joey Lawrence, a little Joey Lawrence like, Jackson, as uh, as Bill Hicks called yeah. him, a little fucking Tony Danza wannabe. Yeah, <laughs> but he also had a little bit of a pop career. He had a song called "Nothing My Love Can't okay, Fix." Okay, the video for "Nothing My" we're going so off topic, but I want to talk about <laughs> the video for "Nothing My Love Can't Fix" premiered on TV. I think between an episode of Fresh Prince and Blossom, oh it might God. have been after the episode of Blossom. In my memory, and this might be a false memory, it was after this episode well, of Fresh I hope Prince. it is. I hope I'll it have is. to look it up after. You'd be so happy. If I should have looked it up before, but I didn't think of it. But it, maybe it's just the music video connects them in my mind. Yeah. But anyway. I'm losing our assets. We're here to watch Bell Dish <laughs> not Joey Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. But look, if I get killed, homie, your toe is going to be tagged too. <laughs> It'll all be put back on Monday. Monday? Monday. Rick is Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv are like out of town. Of course. Bam, there they are. Now, what okay. is... Okay. <laughs> okay, there's a lot to pro- there's a lot to process here because I have a lot of information about this. But if okay. you want to go ahead and look at Ronnie DeVoe dance around crazy. Yeah, he's still doing it. I don't know. Okay, I know this. Okay. Oh, you know the song you mean? Yes. Okay. This is what's fascinating. That I've never, I've never seen this before. Yeah. Okay. This is a song called Gangsta, yeah. which I love. It was a single uh, off of their next album. Right. It's not on Poison. This is this not on Poison. Like, Poison came out in 90, I think. And this now is like this is like 93. 90, 90, yeah. This is probably late 92. Okay. So there's a song called Gangsta. Mm-hmm. That was the song. Mm-hmm. They had the album, uh, the second album was called Hootie Mac. Yeah. But they took Gangsta off of Hootie Mac and never really released it. Oh. And they, did they but they did release it as a single, just not They released album? it as a single before the album. Okay. And it was gonna be like here's the here's the new single off of uh Bell the Bell Bell's next album. Yeah. Gangsta. It's a great song. Did it very f- new Jackie. But it didn't it didn't play very well and then it kinda got yanked and then Hootie Mac came out. Yeah. And Hootie Mac is a straight up gangsta album. Yeah. It has stuff about smoking weed. It's got a basketball song called Above the Rim. Uh, it's got a song called Nickel about a nickel bag. Sure. Um, I mean, Biv is clearly, like, in terms of fashion, like, sort of leading into that. Yeah. But Gangsta it's, look, but still, tra- like, towing yeah. the line of New Jack's way. Yeah. So it's just interesting to me that they were going to, they're here, to, obviously, they're here to shield the song Gangsta. Right. Which never ended up on Hootie Mac, their second Yeah, album. sometimes that'll happen. Like, a yeah. promo single will tank so bad, they'll just yank it from yeah. the album. Yeah, so it's gone. That's amazing. Yeah. Interrupting the video shoot. Can you excuse me, please? We're trying to do a video here, if you don't mind. Okay? Hi, Ron. Hi, Ricky. Hi, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys doing? I had such a crush. She's, she's, yeah. On Hillary. I can see why. Yeah. Jay. Oh, 
like that jacket. <laughs> I don't know. I think I like the yellow one better. <laughs> I love that, like, Biv has got, like, uh, that dumb hat, and Slick is wearing, like, the oversized yeah. denim jacket, and they're sort of, like, leaning into the gangster rap. But fucking Ronnie still got like a sharp suit yeah, on. Yeah, got that great shirt on. Yeah. I know. I said no, we should do lunch, but today is just awful for me. Hey, you got that shoe sale, right? Oh, one of these days, I've just got to take a vacation. <laughs> Places, everybody. This guy is in everything. Yes, he was just one of those character actors who was in everything. Was I, don't in every, I don't know his name. I don't know his name, but every, yeah. constantly Wait, really, stuff. Really, you guys are doing great. And action! Oh, my God. It's just fascinating that this, this is the song. And now Ashley and her Girl Scout. Oh my god. <laughs> Wackiness and twos. I like that Ashley's into Ricky. That makes it, that, that warms my heart. Yeah, for sure. Ricky's great. Hey, you know how kids get, you know, immature trying to get in front of the camera? I'm, I'm sorry, man. Okay. Sorry, guys. Really, I am. Great. Monday, right? Nerdy White. Monday yep. video director. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Will Smith, you still got it. Will Smith has all the charisma in the world. Oh, yeah, he, he just has it. Yeah, yeah. What do you two think you're doing? <laughs> I was trying to get up to my room. <laughs> hey, Tom, what was you doing? I, I, I was trying to be in the video. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Look, man. Look, man, this is my house. You want to be in a video, you go rob a liquor store. <laughs> There'll be no more interruptions. You've got my word. That's pretty much it. I mean, there's uh, more Belle Biv DeVoe in the episode, but that's just this clip. And then there's just... <laughs> and then there's a little wacky Will Smith dancing. Yep. It's great. It's great. Um, yeah. So, yeah, unfortunately, like, I've been waiting years for Fresh Prince to, like, be on Netflix or whatever, but it's just not streaming anywhere. It just never oh has. Oh, my God, that's so funny. As soon as it ends up on Netflix, I'm going to binge watch the I feel entire like series. I feel like we won't, I won't hear from you for a bit. <laughs> Okay, so, yeah, like I said, I was well aware of Belle Biv DeVoe. Yeah. At this point, it's the early 90s. I'm yep. eight, nine years old, something like that. Um, don't really have any idea of the existence of New Edition on any yeah. level. Yeah. I think there, I know that there's a Bobby Brown. Yep. I know that there's Belle Biv DeVoe. I have no idea there's any connection between those two acts. Yep. Um, and so, like the name Ralph Tresvant and Johnny Gill mean nothing to you. No, that's funny. No, I didn't. I didn't know who Ralph Tresvant was until I was in my twenties. Okay. Um, even though I'd heard of New Edition, I didn't yeah. like get into them or yeah. know who they were. But here's another interesting branch off the family tree. In around yes. ninety or ninety one, Belle Biv DeVoe yes. discover. A new boy band. And this is the band I was talking about when I was saying we're going to look at another band that's very much like the boys. Yes, but they kicked the shit out of the boys. They're way better than the boys. Way better than the boys. This is a this is a band called Another Bad Creation, who were sometimes called ABC. Yeah. Not to get confused with the English yeah. uh, new wave band ABC. Another band, Bad Creation, were... I, like, the youngest kid in this band is probably like... 
spot. I mean, they're tiny. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. I'd say yeah. they range in age from like five to yeah. eleven, maybe. Yeah. And they're like Belle Biv DeVoe, the younger version. Yeah, they're from Atlanta. In fact, there's a there's a brief like verse in this hit song where like Belle Biv DeVoe are in it and they do like a spoken like yes. like a voiceover where they explain like yeah we discovered these kids in Atlanta and they're just like a little BBD or whatever yeah. Um, but they're yeah they're like a baby Belle Biv DeVoe yeah, absolutely. And this song is called Aisha. I love this song. It's so good, and I loved it when I was a kid. I remember, like, girls in my class loved this song, right? That's great. Because we're, like, the age of these kids at yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, the bad thing about the song is it's so catchy, but you can't sing along to it in public because it's about, like, an eight-year-old yeah. boy singing about how yeah. he's into an eight-year-old girl. Yeah. We went to go, the playground. They go on a date to the playground yeah. and eat cereal. Yeah. And, like, you can't sing it aloud because you sound like a pedophile. Yeah, exactly. But it's a great song. And the reason it's so great is because it's basically poison. Yeah, it is essentially poison. It sounds exactly like poison. It's a great tune. Just like Robbie Dupree's Steal Away sounds exactly like What a Fool Believes. Aisha is basically poison. Yes. But it's sung by children and it's child-appropriate. Yes. But it's a, it's a fucking jam. It's a and it's a hard sound. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean it's that new jack swing, but yeah. it's, it's hip hop. Yeah. So let's just play it. That beginning is the best. <laughs> yeah. That I don't know what this vamp is called. Uh, there's a place in France where all the naked ladies. Dance. I don't think there's that a hole like... in the wall where the man can see it. All. I don't think those are the original <laughs> lyrics, Kirk. But that's how I remember. Yeah. <laughs> and then the beat. That beat is that silly. Yeah. I mean, they are so cool. They are babies, but they're way cooler they're than the way boys. Way cooler than the boys. They have more charisma. They can dance better. Oh, the song is great. Yeah. And there's five of them. And there's a really cool new edition sample yes. at one point. There's a... Um, now, this, they came about because Belle DeVoe was so big. And Michael yeah. Bivens was like the businessman of Belle DeVoe. Yeah. Because he had discovered Voice to Men. And, he's, and they were like, yeah, discover whoever you want. And so he's like, okay, here's another bad creation. Yeah, he just became like... He became a mogul. Yeah. And this was a huge hit. They, uh, they had two huge hits. This and Playground. It's so good. Yeah, the, the name of the album, which I always remember, I think is so funny, is... Coolin' at the playground, you know. No. Yeah, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. that y'all, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's the, the lyrics are like, we were on the monkey bus. And it's like, one of the guys from BBD is singing the, yeah. is like background singing the hook. Yeah, to help him out. But you can't get caught singing about monkey no, bars and shit. Really it's just too iffy. But that beat is just the best. I mean, you needed sound young. Yeah. Well, they sound like Ralph and Candy Girl. Yeah. This is like Candy Girl for the early 90s. It really is. In other words, this was my generation's Candy Girl. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, here comes Biv. Yeah. They're going to tell the story of ABC. But it's also really smart that is that they're like, yeah, let's just have them sing about young stuff. We don't yeah. need them to sing about love or like being a, growing up. That's just, why my friends and I were like ham for this yeah. this video, this song. 
You can relate. Yeah, you get it. You <laughs> go to the playground for a day. You play Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, they're so cool. Those the, the, those over. Oh uh, uh, yeah. So 1990s. Yeah, the overalls. That hold on, that hold on was Public Enemy. Yeah. And there's the, there's the new edition sample with a name. Ronnie Bobby making from the Kula now. Yep. And then... What were those hats that they wore? The in big R&B? ones like this? They're not bucket hats. They're not no. um, like those Seuss hats that yeah. ravers wore in the late 90s. But there's some kind of in-between. Yeah, it was pretty big for all. Like, uh, um, um, a bit T- was wearing it earlier. TLC wore it a bit yeah. a lot, too. I don't know what they were called, but yeah. <laughs> yeah I was I never it. cool enough to have one. <laughs> Just like New Edition, they got a little wrap. Yep. And fit the bridge. Carrying a lollipop. She made it worth a while. Also, is it like, there's like eight kids in the spin. Are they all into Aisha? <laughs> I think they all are. All five are into Aisha. That's different because it's not like yeah. one of them is and the rest of them are. No, it's them. not like with It's a different edition. dynamic. From yeah. <laughs> they all love her. Oh, yeah. Dallas Austin. He was a big producer in the time. Okay, I wouldn't have known that without you here, so thank you. <laughs> John here. <laughs> uh, it's more P.E. I mean, this is still a really good show. This is a good song. They're great dancers, too. Yeah. Oh, they're way better than the boys. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're killing it. Yeah. Now, this group, I would guess was like they knew each other before they were you know I would think so yeah they have way too much chemistry yeah. together as like they were at like least dance. friends yeah. hanging out they're like a little dance crew yeah that like you know Bivens discovered and was like well I've got huge power now I'm gonna make an album yeah and it worked they had two big hits I think, like the boys, they also had a second album, but by that, that, by that point, they yeah, were pubescent, and like, yeah. no one was having it. No one, no one cared. I mean, even at that point, like, Belle Biv DeVos sort of had fell off. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. So, yeah, there's, uh, I mean, we had to watch Aisha. Oh, it's and it also sort of stands in for listening to Poison, because it's just it's, like it's Poison. It's the same. It's that yeah. same beat. It's great. All right. So, the next clip was another one you sent me. Yes. I have seen it in that I've seen the movie House Party 2 yes. like once or twice. Okay. But I don't specifically remember Ralph Tresvant. This was, yeah, so this was 1991. Like, let's briefly explain House Party House if people Party don't is know. Great. House Party came in, in I think, 19, oh, maybe it was 1992. Yeah. House Party was like 1990, early 1990. It starred a hip-hop duo, Kid, Kid and Play, Play, who were great. Yes. Uh, fun fact, it was originally... Dougie, I, not, I was originally um, uh, Will Smith and uh, who's his DJ name? Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, when they were Fresh Prince, it was written for them. But they House were like, Party was. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. And that would have been awesome. And they were like, nah. Yeah. They're like, nah. I don't want to do it. And so Kid and Play were around at that time, and they had uh, one pretty big album. Yeah. Rolling with Kid and Play. And Kid and Play were cool, and for me, again, my particular age, they were one of the first hip hop acts I was kind of aware of. Yeah, because they were a little kid friendly. And if I may be making this up, but I feel like Kid and Play had like a Saturday morning cartoon. They did. They did. I think they did have it after once they dropped big. Yeah. So they had so a, being a little kid, they yeah. had that 
you know that yeah. angle that I could access them. They were good dancers. They could rap. They yeah. were they're they're fair, fairly innocent enough that they weren't dirty. Right. I think they came out of like they were tight with Salt and Pepper. Okay. So they were kind of in that camp, and so uh, Reginald Hudland, who's the director of House Party, mm-hmm. uh, got them to do it. Got them to do this instead sh- of DJ Jazzy yeah. and Fresh Prince. And it's the story of a house party on a on a school night yeah. that goes crazy. It's a great movie. Great, and it's, great movie. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't know if it was a hit in theaters. But it was huge. It was, was like it a huge, huge un, like because it came out of nowhere. I didn't. I mean, I thought it at least like was one of those movies that becomes a huge cult hit on VHS. Yeah. But it was immediately a box. It office was immediately a box office. It could cost nothing to make. Yeah. And it just kind of came out of nowhere. Of like, oh my god, this is huge. The soundtrack was huge. Yeah. And it just catapulted everyone in it. They made. At least three, they maybe made three, four. Maybe four. Three went straight. Three in the movie theaters. They might have made a four that went straight to video. That's what I think happened. Because I know because I saw all three. In, in <laughs> so uh, the original House Party uh, was huge. Mm-hmm. Soundtrack was great. I have the soundtrack. And the, pl- so, uh, the plot of the movie is the title of the movie. Yeah, it's a House Party. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So it was so big, they're like, let's make House Party 2. Yep. We have more money. We can do anything we want. Everyone's a huge star now. So they made House Party 2 the exact same thing, except now they're in college. Sure. And they throw a house party in college. Mm-hmm. And it's a pajama jammy jam. Because back then, and I know this because we did it too sometimes, you'd have these parties, but you'd go in pajamas. Huh. And that it's was kind of like what that Fresh Prince clip was. Yeah, like. a little bit. Yeah, it looked like <laughs> it. That's what I thought when I saw it. I was like, oh, that's just about like, the house party. Yeah. So House Party 2 was even bigger Had even it's an even better soundtrack it didn't do as well yeah it did well enough that they could do a third one do you think the movie is better than the original no okay House Party the movie is better than House Party 2 House Party 2 soundtrack is better because they could afford to get bigger acts they had bigger acts that makes sense and like they had Tony 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 sure Um, and then they had Ralph Tresvant yep and this was Ralph Tresvant solo and he's in the movie performing yes Yo, Yo Baby Yo Yo Baby Yo which was a fairly big hit, but it was just... I love it because it was one of those things where, like, it's Ralph's turn. Yeah. Let's let's give Ralph some Had shots. he not had... What happened with him in the interim between uh, a heartbreak and he this? Had, he had where a, Belle Biv DeVoe blows up, Bobby Brown yep. blows up. Did he... He how, blew up, yes. Okay. What happened was he had his solo album. It was called Rated R. Yeah. And they had two big hits on it. Uh, one which I love called Sensitivity. It was also produced by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Okay. Uh, Sensitivity and uh, Do What I Gotta Do, which is about in the R and B uh, charts. Those were big hits. Okay. I didn't cross over as well as Bobby Brown, Belvin Duval, and even maybe yeah. I don't have a memory yeah. of Ralph as a solo. It artist. didn't cross over even as much as Johnny Gill. I don't think. Yeah. But it was big on the R and B charts. The problem was it got. It was like one of the later ones. Mm-hmm. So like Bobby came out, Belle Bim DeVoe came out, Johnny Gill came out, then finally Ralph's came out. Okay. So all those others kind of beat him to the punch and were big because they were just kind of there first. But uh, this was a, a long-anticipated album. This isn't off the album. This is us of House Party 2. But it's just a, it's a jam. Yeah. And it's a slice of 1991, I believe. 91. Yeah. There he is. He's a great dancer too. Yeah. I mean, these movies are just pure fun. Yeah, they were great. Yeah. And we don't have to watch the whole thing. But it's just funny to see him in this big movie. That's only three minutes. Oh, it's only three minutes. 
I mean, Kid from Kid and Play was famous for having, like, the highest of high top yes. fades. Yes. And then there's a big joke. People still refer to it as, like, Kid and Play hair. Yeah, Kid and Play hair, yeah. He had a huge high top. And then he went later and got dreadless. Yeah, it was not as bad as Yeah. But I remember seeing this in the theater. I think I went and saw this by myself. <laughs> and I remember. It was like, I just have to see it. I just have to. I'm not yeah. going to wait for anybody. But I was like, oh man, those pajamas are so cool. <laughs> That's what I was like. They're so like this is like the polka dot age where polka dots are really big. Yeah. Martin Lawrence is in this movie before Martin Lawrence was Martin Lawrence. Yeah, and uh, Tisha Campbell. Tisha Campbell, who I love. Yeah. Damn Gina. Yeah. Damn Gina. That's right. <laughs> and this is uh, Ralph had uh, two soundtracks. He also did. You know the movie Mo Money? Of course. Yeah. yeah. He's got a song on Mo Money oh. called uh, Money Can't Buy You Love. Okay. Which was also produced by Jimmy Jamie Turner. That rings a bell. I might yeah. recognize it if I heard it. I almost chose that one, but uh, I like this better. <laughs> this was a... Oh, look at Tisha. She's the greatest. She had a solo career. She had an album. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. She had a mild hit called Push. Huh. Oh, I love her. This song is like almost weirdly a throwback for this being 92 or so. Like yeah. It sounds uh, almost late 80s. Yeah, you know why? Because this was like, this is why I also put it instead of the Mo Money one. It's kind of like that tail end of New Jack Swing. Yeah. Where New Jack Swing was starting to get a little overplayed. Yeah. Because it was getting into 92. Um, and then Gangster Rap came out and P. Diddy came out. Oh, and he hugs a girl and teaches Campbell's mad. Incredible. And then there's the bad guy who's a fraternity guy. <laughs> yeah, it's this all the real. plot of every movie this like this. There's a plot yeah. about any, put any college movie plot in this movie and that's House Party too. Yeah. But without the good music. I mean, the movie's almost an excuse for the music. It really is. It really Just is. Like, oh, and you got, whoever knows Full Force. If you guys don't know Full Force, you should. I don't know Full Force. Full Force, oh, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> uh, they were an R&B group they're still around uh, big influence on me yeah I mean I don't have a nostalgia for Ralph specifically but I yeah. do have house party nostalgia oh that's good I wasn't sure if you did so I'm glad yeah. you did not as pure as yours because I was still pretty young yeah and I didn't see it till later yeah this was like my college years yeah. so yeah uh, oh this next clip I definitely <laughs> I remember this as a thing but I'm this, so glad you remember but this this clip blew my mind oh good so there was a thing that MTV used to do in the early 90s called Rock and Jock which was great they did baseball and they did basketball I think that's it they might have done flag football I think later on flag football okay yeah. but basically what it was is they would get together half athletes yep. and half pop stars yes and they would play like an exhibition game yeah. of baseball or basketball. Yeah. So this is a clip from the 1992 Rock and Jock basketball game. Yep. Of Michael Bivens' highlights. Yes. And he's fucking unbelievable yes. at basketball. Yes. He. Uh, Which that's why I said I remember Rock and Jock yeah. very very vividly, but I don't remember Michael Bivens specifically. He Michael Bivens out of everyone in Dushin is a basketball. Fiend. Yeah, and he was the best player for like they all like like to play and stuff like that. He was really good. He could not that he was ever going to go pro or anything, but he was also just way too short. 
but yeah, he yeah. could play. Yeah. And that, and that's why, like, and when we watch this, you're like, he's taking it seriously. He's like, I'm going to school every motherfucker. Here. Yep. Uh, let me ask you this question that I should have asked you at the top, and it's sort of a big question: Who's your favorite member of New Edition? Oh, Paul. Is I mean, I know how big a Bobby Brown fan you are, but is that your answer to that question? Or? It's not my answer to that question. No. Okay. Because you get a little twinkle in your eye when you talk about Biff, <laughs> and I'm I, like, is that like? You, uh, no, I'm not. Okay. I. Ralph. It's probably Ricky. Ricky. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a lot of times he's. I like the hooks that he sings. Yeah. Because he's not forefront all the time yeah he, he sings really good hooks like and some of me that we'll do later you know like he has my favorite hooks of the song yeah it's just because like you said he's like he's the stand-up he's guy the he's the workhorse of the band yeah, he's yeah. the workhorse and i love that yeah I even, that even when johnny gill came in and yeah. ralph didn't end up leaving now there's two lead singers yeah. and he's still like now he's the third banana yeah. he's the third one he's like never still, quit yep yeah. Still has his moments and he still kills his moments. Yeah. So I feel yeah. you on that one. Yeah. All right, let's watch let's watch Biv just run the court. Yeah. I mean he just kills her like And the thing is, he's not splashy doing dunks and shit. He's like has yeah. great assists. Yeah, he's great assists. He's passing the ball. He's got great handle. He can dribble yeah. the ball well. He's setting up other players. That's how you're a team player. You make your teammates look good. Look at this move. Look at how short he is. Yeah, I mean, he's not a big guy. Yeah. And he's... I love this because he's like, you know what? I'm, oh, he's playing against Ian Zerling. <laughs> From 902 and Yeah, there's, there's Joey, Joey Lawrence. Lawrence. Little baby Tony Benzer. Yeah. A little pass, a little alley-oop dunk right there. Yeah. Yeah. Just knows the game. There's a point where one of the announcers, like, talks about, like, his passing and yeah. he just keeps he, he's, assisting. He's got court vision. Yeah. Watch this. And he just assists. He could have taken that layup, but he gave it. Here comes Biffin taking it down the court. Left side of the court. What's he going to do? Oh, sweet move. Yeah. A little pivot. Because why not play that way? Like, half the team is actual NBA yeah. stars, so you're not going to show off bigger than them. No. So and, and you want to as well show off your fundamentals. Yeah, and he wants to show that he can actually play. Yeah. He's going to... Oh, that's a pretty pass. <laughs> that's a pretty pass. He would do this thing. There's a uh, spoken word part of uh, the Velvet DeVoe remix album. Yeah. Where it's like a fake interview. And in the interview, they're like, hey, we heard you guys are got a pretty good basketball league. Uh, basketball team because yeah. they had their own little team and he goes and they're like yeah man we're good we take on all comers all and he's like we played against boys to men and he goes we played against color me bad and then he just starts laughing <laughs> he just starts laughing at color me bad in this yeah. thing because he knew he just beat the fuck out of him he has this in common with Prince short guy who's short guy who can play yeah, yeah. surprisingly good at that yeah yeah, that's a pretty spin move. Yeah, that's just cool. Yeah. Uh, Rock and Jock was like the only way you could ever get me to watch sports. <laughs> like, I'm not a sports guy. I don't know anything about it. But I recognize from these clips that, that he can play. Biff can play. Yeah. Uh, and you know why Ralph uh, didn't do Rock and Jock? Because in the 80s, when the rest of New Edition wanted to go to the court, he was like, no, count me out. I'm not going to play basketball. <laughs> oh, I'm probably in front of that. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's what they're singing about. In the that's song. true. Most of the verses are like, we want to go play ball. They're going to play ball too soon. He's like, count me out. I got a girl. And then he sucks at basketball. Yeah. Could be a better basketball player. Yeah. 
But he still got to be in house party, so he's not sweating. Yeah, either. so he's doing fine. <laughs> he's doing fine. All right, so this is the sort of the second half of you being fascinated about how I yes. relate to new editions. Yes. In 1996, it's only like it's it's only eight years after they sort of went on hiatus yes. as a band. But the difference in my awareness of pop culture in general and music specifically yeah. is vast because you're talking about me being six years old and me being like four, 13 or 14 yeah. years old. So in the summer of 96, New Edition reunites. Mm-hmm. It's a huge deal. It's huge. It's all six of them. Mm-hmm. It's all the original members, including Bobby Brown yep. and Johnny Gill. Yep. They're all going to do an album together. I remember this being such big news in the music press, and I had no idea who New Edition were. Yeah. It was just this this pop group from the 80s was getting back together, and then I, I, I heard, like, oh, Bobby Brown's, Bobby Brown's old band. I yeah. was like, Bobby Brown was in a band? <laughs> I just, I remember I'm 13 like, years old, and that blows my mind. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, with Belle Biv DeVoe. And I'm like, Bobby, what? <laughs> Bobby Brown was in a band with Belle Biv DeVoe? Yeah. That's fascinating. That I right. had yeah. That that is how I heard that news when they reunited. Yeah. That was when it was news to me that Bobby Brown and Belle Biv DeVoe Ugh. were in a were in a boy band with another guy That's who I had never heard of. So like amazing to me that yeah. I love that story. But it was big enough news that it hit my radar that yeah. New Edition was reuniting and people are wicked excited. It was about a huge it. news. I mean, and this album was big. They played on Saturday Night Live for the first time. Yeah. Um, and they'd all sort of had more success in their splinter groups yes. what than had, they had as a group. What had happened was they splintered. Yeah. They all had their like debut albums. Mm-hmm. All their debut albums were huge. Yeah. And so it was Again, like... Again, it's like Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I mean, they all hit on very successful levels. Yeah. So... Each follow-up album kind of bit it. Yeah, like there were some that were a little more successful than others, like Bobby Brown's uh, "Bobby," which had "Humping Around" on it, and the Whitney Houston album that did a little better. Yeah, still wasn't as big as "Don't Be Cruel." Johnny Gill's second album didn't do great. Belle Biddle's second album didn't do great. Ralph's didn't do great. So they all lost money, mm-hmm. and then it became well. Let's reunite. Yeah, on the surface, it was like, hey, they're back together. Yeah. Any old acrimony that might be there is erased. But really, it's like they still just owed MCA another yeah. album. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> they kind of we're contractually like, obligated. We're going to do, do this album. Yeah, yeah. But it's so, a great. I just I have this album. I think le- three weeks ago, I listened to this album in my yeah. car, just playing it constantly. But then also, sort of infamously, when they went on tour to support this album, things exploded. Yeah. In um, in an acrimonious way, more so than they ever did yes. originally. Yeah, this was like, like a, on tour. Yeah, Bobby left. Bobby left because he was like performing drunk. Yeah, and he would take too long. He missed shows. There was an incident where, like, I guess Bobby opened as a solo act during the tour, or he would they do would, some solo yeah, stuff. Yeah, they would take some turns and do stuff. And there was an incident where he was doing, like, his solo set. He was going along. Yep. And Ronnie went out on stage and tried yep. to pull him off stage. Yep. And then Ronnie's bodyguards and Bobby's bodyguards started getting into it, and, like, there was gunplay yes. involved. Yeah, it was a huge thing. Yeah. Yeah. So Bobby ends up leaving the tour. Yes. Biv ends up leaving the tour. Mm-hmm. And Ralph... Ronnie, Ricky, and Johnny end up completing the tour as, or they completed like, 
They did some of the show as a foursome, but then the rest of the tour got canceled. Yes. Something like that. Yeah, they finished but it was all it was all like finally a messy divorce yeah. in the middle of it this was big a reunion huge, tour. It was a huge clusterfuck that didn't need to happen because the album was huge. Yeah. Like the album was and the what you're gonna play was a huge hit. Yes. Everyone was like, Oh, they're back, this is great. So if they could just have gotten through that tour, yeah. it would have been like, Great, they probably would have done another album together. Yeah. At the six. They have never done another album together as the six. They've done it albums as the five mm-hmm. without Bobby. There are plans now where they're saying they're going to do a new album as six. We'll see what happens. Let's see. But also interesting because Biv left the group in the middle of that tour. Yeah. That's why you can say Ricky is the only member of New Edition who has always yeah. been a member of New Edition. Yeah. He's, an, he's a founding member and yep. he never quit. Yep. So I love Ricky. I mean, with Biv, it's only a short. Yeah, it's a and short one, but it's, still. And you can't really blame him for being like, yeah. fuck this. He also went to become, he was, he was already like, I'm a mini mogul, I can yeah. do whatever he the didn't, fuck he I He didn't want. need the aggravation, Yeah, so we don't yeah. blame him for That's that. That's why I love Ricky. But anyway, this was like the big, like, lead-off, new edition reunion hit. This is the video for Hit Me Off. I love this. And I would almost say more than any of the other videos in this playlist, go to musicraygun.com slash playlist and watch this video, because... There was all the budget in the world for this. They yeah. do the yep. video is like this kind of James Bond yep. Mission Impossible. They're all spies. Yep. Uh, and this is really like just peak music videos, like yeah. big budget mid nineties. Yep, they're all looking good. Yeah. Uh, but the sound is very different because now it's just straight up like mid nineties R. Yeah, it's mid nineties R and B. It's and a I, new looking sound for this. New is one of my favorite uh, new edition songs. Yeah. It's it is their best danced song. The dancing they do for this song when they're live, uh, yeah, is amazing. And they do it a little bit in here. I was surprised at the top of the episode when you said you only saw them once and it was in 1989. I kind of assumed you would have gone to see them during this reunion tour. Maybe it, they canceled it before it hit Cleveland. Maybe I was in Chicago at the time, okay. so I don't know. Yeah, it was 96. I was in Chicago. All six of them. Like that part, that dance part right there is like really well known as like a big thing. I mean, even though the band's like 13 or 14 years old at this point, they're still in their 20s. That's what I was just about to say. They were such babies. They're like 26, 27. They're still young guys. It's unbelievable. But they've been around for so long. Yeah. I mean, look how cool Bobby's still just cool as fuck. I mean, I played... This song is on... My rotation. I play it at least. It's on at least once a week. The song I hear this song. I remember it from when it was new. Yeah. I haven't listened to it as consistently as you have. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. I jogged in the song. See, I love that Ricky Bell sound where he just does yeah. a little bit and that's it and that's good enough. This is also the time I was like, oh, they dress so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just, well, I mean, they're wearing suits and yeah. tuxes. And but even the uh, even the things where they're just like in a vest and it's shirt, I'm like, that's so cool. Yeah. I, we have not talked, we, we will, Johnny Gill is the shit. Yeah, his voice really stands out. He knows how to sing a song. I mean, this is that, like, kind of Teddy Pendergrass, yeah. like, yeah. R&B. Yeah. With that, like, tinge of, like, gospel. Yeah, yeah. Going to church. Which the rest of the band doesn't have. No, so they it's, don't like, have. a real unique flavor for yeah. them. Yeah. Wacky, 
great <laughs> moments. Jokes, there's action. Yeah. And Ralph's voice, like, obviously he's an adult now and his yeah. voice has dropped, but it's still, like, the counter tenor. Yeah, I mean, he is the voice of New Edition. Yeah. That's what they always oh, say. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you see that in this part, he's, he's the one that's actually doing the most fighting in the fight scene. Yeah. It's because he was actually, he actually took karate as a kid. He's also arguably the best looking guy in the movie. I think he's the best looking guy. It's surprising to me that he wasn't a bigger solo star. You know, I think it's his personality. Yeah. He's a like kind he just of a reserved guy. Like he doesn't pop. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Like Bobby's not great looking. He doesn't yeah. do much vocally, he's but he's got charisma. Hot. Yeah. And Ralph is the opposite. Yeah. Ralph is a little bit the opposite. He's got all the talent, but he doesn't pop. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, they're just as good dancers. They're just as equally good dancers. Yeah. But when you watch Bobby dance, you're like, God, he's fucking cool. Notable. Here's Ronnie rapping and not Biv. He's about to rap right now. Biv is. Yes. But you don't... Not as much as Ron. Ronnie had a longer yeah. uh, b- longer bars. Yes. Yeah. Biv is cool. He's underrated. Yep. But, like, he, he's great. Like, he's one of those guys that I like because he's like, he knows who he is. Yeah. He's like, you know, I'm not a singer. I'm a guy in a band and I, I made my way through it as a guy who could rap and dance and, and became a businessman. Yeah. They're fighting ninjas. They're fighting they just ninjas. threw They're everything into this They've got video. a bunch of cars. I have no idea what the actual plot I is. I don't know what they're fighting for. <laughs> what they're fighting for. There was like the CIA at the beginning. Yeah. There's ninjas. There's secret agents. There's karate yeah. and guns. There's just... There's... I feel like this video was conceived by uh, me and my friends <laughs> when we were six and seven. Yeah. They're like, what if... It's like it's like new edition, but they're the Ninja Turtles, but they're new edition. <laughs> Can we do something like that? <laughs> oh, such a good song. And this song was all over the place. Yeah, it's great. I mean, they played so all the time. Oh, that little dance move! I learned how to do it. And like, I can retroactively imagine the excitement of like. They're all back together. Yeah. All six of them. That's never happened. It's never happened. They're all like, friends oh my. again. Yeah. You yeah. were like, everything's fine. They, did <laughs> like, a cu- no. they had a couple, one or two more uh, songs from this album that were pretty big on their R&B charts. And then shit hit the fan. Yeah. Um, As we segue into shit hitting the fan with this. Yeah, you sent me this little clip. We touched on Whitney and Bobby briefly. They, d- I forgot that they had a reality show. Yeah, I, I watched it. And watching it, you felt bad. Yeah. You're like, oh, I shouldn't be watching it, but it's Bobby and I'm kind of addicted. That's, I mean, this clip really encapsulates that. Like, yeah. they're having fun in this clip, but it's really awkward because yeah. they're having, like, inappropriate, but not of a sexual nature. Yeah. But, uh, it's just weird and off-putting. They're just sort of on drugs in public and enjoying each yeah. other, and, Enjoy- but making everyone else uncomfortable. Yeah, and they're like in a... They're in a like a hotel lobby store yeah. trying to buy something. It's that thing like if you know someone who's bipolar and they're in a manic state, mm. they're kind of fun to be around, but also uncomfortable because you know it's their mental illness. Yeah, it's something there. Yeah, yeah. Like in this clip, Whitney and Bobby are like they're fun, but you're like, eh, yeah, what's? Why are you guys doing that? You what don't seem okay. Weird? Yes, yes, that's <laughs> it. They're having fun, but are they okay? Yeah. That is a great way to put it. So when was this? Like ten years ago? Maybe a little more? Maybe a little more. Maybe the early aughts. So they're at the Hyatt. Yeah, and they're, they're at the, the gift shop. In the gift shop at the Hyatt. Looking for stuff, and then things just get weird. No, I don't need it for my butt. They say 
So Bobby is buying Preparation H, and he's like very insistently yeah. telling the clerk, I don't need it for my butt. I don't need it for no. my butt. I don't need it for my butt. My, he needs it for his eyes because it, 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 it... That's an act yeah. that is a real, a real thing. thing. Like, makeup artists use that because what it does is it like tightens your skin. Yeah. So the they'll put it under people's eyes, eyes yeah. to, yeah, Get, to take the, the puffiness out. But it's kind of funny how he's like, he <laughs> yeah. wants her to know, yeah, yeah. no, this is for my eyes. Not I don't have butt. hemorrhoids. This butt. isn't for my butt. Yeah. I just need preparation. Yeah. Oh, here's a pro tip, though, that I happen to know. They reformulated Preparation H in America for some reason, and it's not as effective. And so now makeup artists get their Prep H from Canada. I did not know It still has the old formulation that actually works for that. that, Paul? It's also like he's doing it in a gift shop. Yeah, he just opens the tube and he just... But, like, maybe that's because the cameras are there. They're doing the show. They're doing a thing. And then Whitney comes in, acting... And then it becomes like this weird dance thing. <laughs> and they just start dancing. And they start dancing and doing this weird singing. And, and But it's... <laughs> and everyone in the gift shop is just like, oh my god. Like, here's what the vibe is. They're not doing anything wrong. They're not no. bothering anybody. No. But everyone's on edge because it's like, when is this going to go south? Yes. Like, what are they going to do 30 yeah. seconds from now? How long is this going to last and will something worse come out of right. it? Right. Because everyone knows that Bobby Brown and Winnie Houston are both sort of a mess. Yeah. And so just the fact that they're there, everyone else yeah. seems like on edge. Yeah. And they're in their own little world and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And this is sort of sweet how they're having fun together. Yeah. It's sweet, but it's also just like, what is manic? Yeah, it is manic. Yeah. It's just odd. There you go. And that's it. It's just them having... It's just them having... And maybe that's a little judgmental of us just because of what we know about well, we them know and, now, what, but it is, and what we assume to be true. Yeah. Which is sort of what makes reality television so shitty in general. Yes. Yes. It just opens it just allows you to judge people. It allows you to open uh, for what they do on camera. Yes. Um, but it is even even knowing that you're still like what's going on? Yes, and knowing how tragic yeah. things turn out for Whitney. Yeah. Uh, there's not a happy ending to that story. No. But Bobby's relationship with Whitney is a crucial part of Bobby Brown's story. Yes, it's it's ever, it's huge. Yeah. yeah. So we've uh, we've got time for one more episode. This is already uh, definitely our longest episode ever because because we need to promise. And there's a lot so of much we didn't touch. Like we didn't watch any new kids on the block. No boys to men. No boys to men. We didn't watch any actual like Bell Biv DeVoe yep. videos. Um, but we've got to give Johnny Gill some solo dude. Yes. And this is the most. I mean, we watched pretty much in chronological order. Yeah. All these videos. This one is from like 2008. No, this is from like 2014 or 15. Is it that new? Yes. Okay, so this is a song from... I'd say 2015, maybe 2016. I'm sorry. This is from a Johnny Gill solo album. Yes. But on this track, he had everyone from New Edition on it. Minus Bobby. Minus Bobby. Minus Bobby. Yes. Oh, we didn't even mention Heads of State. Which is a weird thing. We have to mention them. That's what The videos for Heads of State aren't great on YouTube. That's part of it, too. It's hard to find some really good stuff. Yeah. That's what happened in 2008. Yes. That's when Heads of State first formed. So there are six total members of New Edition. Yes. Half of them are Bill, Belle Biv DeVoe. Yes. In 2008, the other three, arguably like the three front men, yes. are the, are, formed their own trio, yep. Heads of State, yes. which is Ralph Tresvant, Johnny Gill, and Bobby Brown yes. performing as a trio. Yes. And what's even odder is 
they didn't record anything. There are no heads of state albums. No. They just went on tour. They just went on tour and performed their songs. Yeah. And they went on like the Steve Harvey show and performed on the Steve Harvey show. But they, they performed just, their solo songs or they do new edition stuff they or a everything. mix of everything? Mix of everything. Yeah. Mix of everything. Yeah. And it's just odd. You're like, okay, they just went on tour to make some money, which is fine. Yeah. And But, what's, but the thing you said about Bell Biv DeVajo is like, those three are doing something? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. It's the other three who are like the stars. Yes. Well, now they are. Now they're doing it. But then... It didn't seem like Belle de DeVoe was that pissed off because they still, like, they still tour. Yeah. They still do stuff together. Like, they toured last year. I was almost going to go to their concert in L.A. except I was out of town. I was like, oh, my God, they still tour. And even though Bobby's not involved with this next song, it's like, there's not hatred. Like, they're no. all kind of okay with each other. They're all okay with each other. It's like there's always this open invitation of Bob can come when he wants. Yeah. And he has at times gone on stage with them and performed. Yeah. Sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. And, and sometimes he, his life is sort of a disaster. Yeah. And when he doesn't show okay. up, they just go, All right, we'll do yeah. it without you. It's remarkable that they don't hate each other with all like Well, bands. they've been a group since they were yeah. pre-pubescent. They're basically all brothers. Yeah, which is actually pretty cool when you think of it. Think of all the bands that fucking hate each other. Yeah. And, and they're just like, I won't talk to that fuck. Yeah. And, you know, these guys are still like... At the core, like they they all get Bobby. It's yeah, like, all right, Bobby. Like, it. yeah, yeah. They're like, that's it. You're always welcome. Yeah, but we know that sometimes you have to go and be Bobby Brown yeah. and deal with being who you are. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> 30 years later, they're still at it. Yeah, and they're still together doing things, and I that's another thing to me that I find just admirable. Yeah. Like, there's not like, oh, new edition. What happened to them? What are they doing now? Well, they're still doing things. They're still yeah. doing it, which is great. But like, they'll do heads of state, and then Johnny will have them all on his album but yeah. Bobby's not there but it's all kind of okay yeah they'll just basically any any combination or iteration yeah they'll just and do fine. it works and they'll yeah. make it work and if they have a reunion now they're like great there's the six of us doing it yes they are they have like announced as early as the past couple months in 2017 yeah. that they're kind of sort of planning to do another album That'd all six great. of them and another so tour and at this point, they're like pushing 50, like late 40s, maybe? Yeah, they're late 40s, early, maybe just hitting 50. Yeah, yeah. Which is remarkable. Then they're still doing it. So this this last clip is, uh, this one's for me and you. Yes. Which is technically Johnny Gill featuring New Edition, but it might as well be it New Edition. It sounds exactly like New Edition. Yeah. Like you go, oh, this How can is you say featuring New Edition when Johnny Gill is in New yeah, Edition? Yeah, it's only featuring because it's off of his solo album. Right. It's a great song. It's a mature old song. And as you... Here you go, oh yeah, this is what New Edition sounds like now because they're middle-aged men. Yeah, and we've watched this before like in yes. our music video viewing with parties that yeah. we've had with Katie. You showed this to us and it's like, they're a little older, they've, slow, they've <laughs> yep. slowed down a little yep. bit. You can see that they're just sort of like enjoying middle age yep. a little bit more. This they're is, like, we're good. This is still like a party video because they're all like at a house together but they're just sort of like they're sitting yep. and they're sipping drinks. They're sipping drinks, they're talking. They're, they're not playing, fighting any ninjas. They're playing board games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very middle aged and as a middle aged yeah. man I go. And they're still cool but they're still, just like, look, we just cool. want to relax now. Yeah, we just, we're going to go to bed at 10.30. Yeah. <laughs> now, Let's just do it. a legendary group that's been around for more than three decades. Performing their new hit single, this one for me and you. This guy even introduces them as this group. Yeah, this not group. Johnny Gill yeah. with his group. But look how fucking cool they are. I mean, now it's really like the Temptations. Yeah, it's very Temptations because they can't move as fast anymore. Yeah. But they're still so slick and still so in sync. Like a melody. Yeah. Oh. It never goes away. 
like, and that part, like, they're not even, it's so effortless for them. It, it just kills me. <laughs> Watching this part come up now, that is effortless. Uh, that kills me. Yeah. That they're just so good. Look, they're just sitting around talking. And there's like, oh, here comes some women. Beautiful women, great. They'll just hang out. And there's Ricky. Ricky looks cool as hell in that leather yes. jacket. Ricky's always, and he's always there. He's like, I'm going to sing my verse. Yep. I'm going to kill it. It's not my song, but I'm going to make the most of it. Yep. That's why I love Ricky. Oh. Yeah, look at him. They're all just having drinks, sitting out. There's no craziness. Well, because Bobby's not there. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you know, it's also like, you know what? They're singing. They're just dancing with the ladies, talking. There's like, there's like, there's no like, let's go to the bedroom scene. It's just like, this is, the fact that Bobby's not there, I have the same vibe that I do in the Count Me Out video. Like, oh yeah, it just kind of feels more relaxed yeah. without him around. Everyone just kind of goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna. We talked about this. How great Ralph looks with that hat. Yeah. How just he just looks good. He's aged really well. Yeah. And like they're playing pool, they're hanging out, happy to sing. Mm-hmm. He's the Eddie. Like if you're gonna connect them, to, like make analogs yeah. to the Temptations, he's Eddie Kendrick. Yeah, yes. He's got the high voice. Yep. He's sort of the skinny, good-looking one. Yep. Hundred percent. And then there's Ricky again, just killing it. It's funny too because Johnny's just doing a lot of accent stuff. So like even though it's off his album, it's like no, this is a new edition. It's song. straight up a new edition. Yeah. Song. This is yeah, you're right. This is from uh, only last year. Yeah, that's right. So how big a hit was this? It was a big adult contemporary hit. Right. It's not in the top forty, but it's no. an R and B hit. It's an R and B hit. I mean, at this, at this point in this age, I'm not really super aware of even top forty hits yeah, all the exactly. time. So this was big, like on smooth jazz stations. Okay. They played it yeah. constantly. Like R and B dedicated. Yes. And, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Quiet Storm Radio. Quiet Storm, yes. Yeah. This was a big Quiet Storm Radio. Now, what's also interesting is just this past month, month and a half, BBD came out with a new album. Oh, yeah? Yes. And it's good. Yeah? It's good. It is a straight-up BBD album. You hear it, you're like, wow. Is it like a new Jack Swing throwback? No. It's it's a little contemporary, but it still sounds like BBD. It's still very dancey and very, okay. you know. So it's not like just sort of no, smooth it's not R&B like this. like this. No, it is very much in the... Like when you hear this, you go, oh, it's a new edition song. Yeah. You'd hear the new BBD and you're like, yeah, that's BBD. When when was their last album? Is this only their third album? Or have no, they been I putting stuff they, out sort of every No, I think... There's a big gap. They might have had one more. I think they have maybe one more album in the yeah. aughts that probably did nothing. Okay. And then this album came out, and it's uh, it's not a huge giant album, but it's doing really well. We forgot to we did bring it up, but we forgot to go back to it. Ronnie needs it less than anyone. Yes, Ronnie, I remember reading about this in Rolling Stone in the nineties yeah. and thinking like, oh, that seems pathetic. But actually, he's he's been fucking crushing it for decades as a real estate agent. Yeah, in Atlanta. Like, yeah, huge. He's a huge real estate broker. Yes, I, has I, more money than anyone. I went on his website to look at it. Like, <laughs> and he only deals in high end homes in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. And like new edition stuff is like a hobby for him. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, I'll do my new edition thing. I'll he does fun. not need it. No, it's great. It's just great. Yeah. Eric is a little more casual. Yeah. They're the play. They're <laughs> <Dictionary. laughs> 
That's what I'm telling. I'm telling you, they're all like, "Man, man, 10:30, we're going to bed." And yeah, even me in my like mid 30s, like, seems good to me too. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, let's just. <laughs> we don't need to go anywhere. Let's just go to the liquor store, bring drinks yeah. home, and yeah. play Pictionary. We'll play Pictionary. We'll play music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be great at a reasonable volume. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, our neighbor's Todd. We don't want. He's a great guy. We don't want to wake him up. Yeah, I think that's why it hits me so hard as like a middle-aged man. I'm like, I get you guys. Yeah. I got you guys when you were young. I get you now. Yeah. They're always a part of me, which is why I just love right, them. Right, because they're, they're only like a couple years older. Yeah, exactly. So for me, they're like always a part of my life. Mm-hmm. Old enough where when they were teenagers and you were not quite a teenager, you could look up to them. Yes. And they seemed like cool. Like, oh, in two years, I'll be that cool. Oh, no. And like when they were big, I was like... I, I was like, I'm going to be a part of New Edition. <laughs> Not that I was going to replace it. You were going to be like their token white guy? Yes. Yeah. I was like convinced that. I was like, oh, I'll be like, I'll be their token white guy just to, like in the background dancing. Were you super resentful when New Kids on the Block became a thing? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Because I was like, that's my thing. Yeah. Ugh. This song's great. Yeah. They're like, they're having a party. They've got a bunch of good looking women there. Yep. But they're not like treating them like objects. No. They're just kind of they're like just hanging sipping out. drinks and hanging they're out. They're not even like kissing to make it up. They're just hanging yeah. out. Having fun being uh, middle-aged men who've been in the uh, industry for three decades. Yeah. And the new edition story continues. And speaking of the new edition story, we didn't even mention. There's so much. That in January, BET had a... Three part, three part movie. Even the Temptations each. only got four yeah. hours. They got yeah. six they got hours. Six hours, and it still wasn't enough. I still haven't seen it because I don't have cable. It's fantastic, and you is legitimately good. It's legitimately well done. The performances are amazing. Yeah, uh, the cast that they got is amazing. One of the kids from Stranger Things is uh, I don't oh. remember. I, don't, I think he's I think he's Biv. No, Biv is um, from Empire. Okay. I don't know. I don't watch Stranger Things. Maybe he's Ricky. I don't know. Maybe? One of the three young kids. I think maybe Ricky, yeah. Yeah. But uh, Biv is one of the guys, the leads in Empire. Okay. Uh, And they're great. They all dance Oh, but you're talking about when they're teenagers. When they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're... Oh, when they're, yeah, because it's different ages. Yeah, when they're little kids. I'm talking about like when Candy Girl. No, I think that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because then they, yeah, they do Candy Girl and then they go up to where they are now. But it's a a great... I want to see it for two reasons. One, because I... I love New Edition, and two because I love the Temptations biopic. It's a great biopic, and I I think I've seen it more than any other movie in the world because it was on constantly. it was on VH1 constantly in my last couple of years of college, and I would always watch. Oh it. yeah, it's a that's a great biopic. Yeah. This is better. This was like the biggest like success BET has ever had in like its history. Yeah, and they were all involved. Yeah, they were all producers on it. They all worked on yeah. it. I know with the Temps, it was like based on Otis's biography, yes, and, and he was. was the only one really involved. So it really makes Otis yeah. look like a hero. Yeah, um, but it does. That's yeah. right. Uh, but a new edition, they were all like involved They're in the production. They were all heavily of it. involved yeah. in it. And I guess they all like worked. The kids are like, no, you're going to get our moves right. Yeah. And they just worked the fuck out of them until yeah. they all were flawless. Because like that's what we're known for. And you're not going to fuck up our legacy. Yeah, yeah, which makes me. happy. <laughs> uh, well, there's still so much we could talk about, but we've been talking for a while, <laughs> and we yes. covered a lot. We, we did our job. Um, yeah, what a great band! Love them, love uh, them to death. Yeah, so 
Uh, please do write to us. Uh, the email address again is musicraygun at gmail.com. If you're still listening at this point, <laughs> uh, almost two hours of, of new edition. Perfect. Uh, Perfect time. We could go from so could, much there's longer. There's so much more. There's so, so, I mean, I know. there's so many layers. Yeah. Um, but if you want to, if you want to contact us individually, I'm on Twitter and Instagram and all the social media at Paul Champanelli. And Kirk, what's your social uh, Twitter is I wish I liked Flan and uh, Instagram Kirk underscore Pichon. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yep. Uh, we'll see you next time on Music Ray Gun. Take care. Bye. I hope this message stays in your mind Cause you almost lost a girl who was right on time Here's one more thing that you got to know Just cool it down and stay in control Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky and Mike If I love the girl, who cares who you